0: I hate to go all technical on you, but all hands on deck, swirly thing alert. Attention.
1: Listen, you motherfuckers. Buckle up, pedal heads. You're experiencing the Lotus Effect with Phoenix and Phone Boy.
2: You are my podcast, my only podcast. So if you fucking take my podcast away, I'm going to shove my foot so
3: far up your ass. Oh my God. It's very creepy. Just a little weird. Maybe it'll catch on. Who knows?
0: It is out of sheer morbid curiosity. I'm allowing this freak show to continue how do you fix that though take a big step back and literally suck my dick do i have your attention send your dick pics (laughs) are you interested i know you
4: are because it's fuck or walk you're shitting me
0: have you made your decision for christ
4: to tell you the truth i don't give a shit i would not say such things if i were you
1: who the fuck are you phone boy and phoenix i don't know phone boy those two are those two are pretty interesting to listen to
2: they're fucking nuts but they don't know shit about fuck
0: clearly you just can't trust them. fuck
5: you too.
1: you you're talking peak no agenda
6: right there everybody
2: that's right it is peak no agenda and it's also episode 84 of the lotus effect
6: really? the shows
2: made up content doesn't matter and i'm phoenix let me start this off by clearly stating That I'm better than everyone
3: And uh, I'm still phone boy Back
6: in So we finally <laughs> met well, the man whose shit doesn't stink
3: Yeah Yeah, I got new mute buttons, but I apparently didn't get a new uh, Didn't get a new iPad, so, you know
2: <laughs> Yeah, and you, 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 you can't yeah. fix yeah. What, what, what you're afflicted
3: with Yeah, that's right But anyway, let's let's. But you know g- what we can do? Uh, we, we can have a freakout Yeah, that's we can have a freakout What
2: is this, a freakout? This is kind of strange This is terrific! (gasps) Uh, I think I'm gonna be sick.
5: (laughs) Not a speck of light is showing,
0: so the danger must be growing. Are the fires of hell aglowing? Is the grizzly reaper mowing? Yes! The danger must be growing, for the rowers keep on rowing! And they're certainly not showing!
3: there that's right we are here that's hashtag right. america near our hashtag target soon. soon
2: and uh right now we are going to live product test for everyone yep we are cracking the seltzer yep and uh you know because the lotus effect affects everyone differently and however or wherever it's affecting you thank you for your courage and for propagating the model of the pop father himself pop father <laughs> Boy, it's already starting, and I haven't even. I can tell you, I am sober, and maybe that's the problem.
3: Yes. So well, and, and he's he's not the pot father anymore, unfortunately. No, because, I pretty he got
2: religion and renounced the good herbs. So yeah, hey, whatever works. Yeah.
3: You know? but, I, I, I am writing down "Pot Father" as a potential show yeah, title, well, of course. You
2: know, that's what happens when the tongue isn't stoned or drunk. But irrelevant to the fact, if you're new to the No Agenda family, here's how it works: We run on a value for value platform. We are a value for value podcast. So we provide value in the form of entertainment and however that value touches you, whether it's your time, your talent, or your treasure that you wish to contribute back to us, the ways that you can do it is that you can troll along at lotuseffect.chat. You can listen live like you are now at 4 p.m. Central on Saturdays at lotuseffect.stream. You can go to lotuseffect.show, click that yellow God only knows still why it's yellow. We like money button can send us some of those fiat fun coupons via PayPal. If your money offends you, we are a charitable organization that will take it off your hands and put it to good use. Like buying this wonderful THC seltzer known as Crescent 9 that we are going to be taste testing and evaluating its effectiveness today. Now, of course, you all know Tennessee is still not fully legal on rec or med Marijuana, because they're a bunch of antiquated old farts. But nonetheless, you can also do what other people are doing, like sending us some stuff in the mail. We'll give you our address in the back channel if you'd like to send us something physically. Or we've got this thing called Studio Thirty Three, and also Ride your Radio. You may have heard of it. Yes. You may have experienced it. Yes.
3: And by the way, I've even registered Studio 33stream Stream uh, because we're big time. Yeah. I just yeah. Uh, somebody had called it the Studio Thirty Three Stream. I'm like, uh, that sounds like a good uh, that sounds like a good domain name. Let me go check it out. Oh, it's like and four bucks. A sold American. There no you go. No
2: joke. Yeah. So if you want to get in on this whole studio 33 rideshare radio Boostergram party that we have going on all you have to do is get a podcast app that allows you to stream satoshis to your favorite show and if you don't have one well frankly at this point in time what in the hell is wrong with you but it's not that bad you can solve the problem you can take off all your clothes and go to NudePodcastApps.com. or if you're a little shy or if you're in a room full of children You can go to newpodcastapps.com and you can get yourself one of those newfangled podcast apps in a 2.0 setting that allows you to stream like some of these wonderful fine people have been doing Mm. and keeping us on the leaderboard of fountain.
3: Yes, uh, absolutely. Um, So yeah, what do you think of the taste of this? I know it's going to take a little bit before it kicks in.
2: Did I look like I had taken a sip yet?
3: No, you hadn't taken a sip. I was
2: hoping that as I was doing this wonderful opening and you were chugging that seltzer like it's the lifeblood of you know, like it's coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I figured maybe you could vamp with uh, some of the donations that we got via these
3: boost-a-grams. Oh, Of course I can. Yeah, that, that's the whole point. But yeah, actually, I think it tastes pretty good. We'll see how it actually... Yeah, it's it's also probably full... Of, it's got some sugar in it, though, so it's not something... Well, yeah, gonna...
2: because essentially it's seltzer water and fruit juice and THC-9 yeah. CBD. Yeah,
3: exactly. So It has
2: not got any alcohol in it. It's, it's being marketed... Yeah. As an alternative to no. drinking alcohol if you want to have a good time and have a little bit of liquid libations to loosen no. up the collar.
3: Yeah. Now, we. Yeah. We. This was. This was as a product test. This is actually something we ordered. So there's no. There. There was no like freebies here. I mean. No, I, no. 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 I no. Mean, we don't
2: shill for anyone. But if we find a good product, we're definitely gonna tell you all about yeah, that's it. That's so. right. So did did we actually use some of the donations that we've received from this wonderful fine shit show that we put out to purchase this?
3: Um. So we got. We we, we did not get any. Uh. Did not get any. Uh. Fiat fun coupon donations, but we did get some satoshis. And we. You know, didn't
2: go, answer my question, Damon. What. Did we use show funds to purchase this?
3: Not that I haven't. I no, I did not use show funds to do it.
2: Okay. That's all I was wondering. Yeah.
3: So yeah, we, I haven't, t- I don't touch our, our show funds. I tend to keep, uh, I, I tend to keep separate unless we need to, um, you know, do some stuff. So well,
2: I thought because of the fact that it was for show content purpose, Oh, I probably you might have done so. Yeah, I it's could not have
3: done that. Yeah. I could have done that, but I, and I have not yet. Yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't figured out the bookkeeping of it. I just, I just ordered it and it showed up. So, um, so let's talk about who contributed value back to us. We we have our we have um we have our boostergrams here. So we got weirdo who boosted 500 sats saying Studio 33. Let's get this party started. DJ Jill and Francis get low. Yeah, that was good track. Uh, got another 500 sats. Uh, for again in Studio 33. Nass and Damian Marley. Patience. Uh, I, and then um this yes, And then uh, District uh, X Dirt House and Head PE, which is we would love Head PE. Uh, we have
2: got a lot of Head yeah, PE we're, we're, to listen we're, to we're, thanks to Weirdo. <coughs>
3: Yeah, um, yeah. And then and then you boosted five thousand sets saying weirdo twofer because it slaps hard. Uh, so that's chubby right. checker and his old time banjo. Actually, it's chubby Parker. Char- chubby Parker, not chubby checker. Then what do you say, Mickey Avalon? Which was uh, yeah, that, that, that that's a yeah. All I can say is those are that that's a fucking earworm. But it not. is
2: a horrible earworm, but we love it, which is why we like playing it. Yeah. And then of course you know weirdo coming in big and hot again. Studio thirty three. Fleetwood Mac Tusk.
3: Yeah, we'll Tusk. Give us
2: some Fleetwood Mac for sure.
3: Yes. Um, yeah, then you boosted thirty three thirty three sets saying Eagles life in the fast lane via fountain. Um Phoenix boosting forty two hundred sets, again saying smoking a bong and listening to the Eagles. Life's been good to me in a rocky mountain way. That was a yeah, that, that's a couple of song requests right there.
2: And that's how we do it here. Yeah, it, that's at
3: Studio r- Thir- that's yeah. right. So we got we did. Uh, then we also got 500 sats from Weirdo for for Bone from Homegirl.
2: We need to play that again tonight. That is a really great track.
3: Yeah, uh, Weirdo we had a boost... little
2: audio slave uh, uh, yeah. for a thousand sats from Yeah, Weirdo. You, you forgot.
3: A, yeah, you also forgot about his Chris Coleco, Do it like I do it and Lund Low. No, right? I
2: didn't forget. I skipped it. Oh, you on sk- purpose.
3: Oh, you skipped it. Oh. <laughs>
2: Just kidding. Yes. No, my screen is being a complete epileptic. Dick hoe today. Yeah. Every time I touch a button, it wants to go halfway down my page. So yeah, well, apologies for tech heartedness
3: Yeah. So then we get a C Dubs uh, who boosted four hundred four twenty sets, saying test test token. Yeah, that's great, and that's great set. Like and, test
2: test token over here.
3: Yeah, we got a we got from a random user on Fountain. We got hundred sets. Uh, thanks for thanks for thank who, you who, random. Yeah, thank you rando person because it says user with a large number, which I'm not going to read because it, it, it's not you know the person who has that number probably doesn't remember. Now we now we also last night we actually we got kind of in a we got kind of in a different vibe last night. We were we were we like we
2: dropped in we dropped in and dropped out in the 50s and 60s and we had four, not one, not two or three, but four thousand sap boost from Weirdo, starting with Johnny Rivers Secret Agent Man, continuing with Waterloo Sunset by the King
3: you forgot about the Reefer Man.
2: Nah, I never forget about the Reefer Man. Cab Calloway is Awesome. Yeah. Then we got some Steppenwolf with some Magic Carpet Ride. Net Ned got in on the action with another thousand sats. Saying a little down on me live at the Grand Ballroom in Detroit, Michigan from March of 68. That would be some Janis Joplin. That was a fantastic track. Yes, it was. He was was telling us all about how that was the happening place back in the day. Yeah. Another thousand sats came in breaking the streak, but that's okay. From NetNet saying, I don't know, by Beastie Boys.
3: Yeah, and then we got the weirdo with, with a thousand sad saying, last call, you ain't got to go home, but you can't stay here. And my last request is Alton Ellis. I'm still in love with you, girl. And 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 uh, then the Bemroses showed up last night. And it and,
2: all went to hell in a handbasket, and we wouldn't have it any other way. We're hoping to have the entire trio, the Bemrose brothers and a dame yeah, of the same name. That's in right. In Studio 33 tonight. Via some clean feed. So hopefully after they're done playing that manly game of disc golf and, uh, you know, Dame Bemrose forgives Uh, Sir Bemrose for being uh, gone all day doing such, (laughs) you know, mundane things.
3: Yeah, exactly. Well,
2: hopefully they'll join us in the after party and so will you because it is the place to be. So like we said, if you want to get in on this boot Instagram party and you don't have a podcast app that lets you stream Satoshis, well, go get one. Nude yeah. or new podcast dot com. And then we have one rule in this place. As much as we love your value for value, there is one thing we absolutely do not need any of.
6: We don't want your shit. Please don't send us this is your However,
3: right. how we would like your phone calls. Uh, we would, we would love absolutely. you to. Okay. So today we're doing something a little bit different for it, for a refire topic. Uh, we're actually going to take a, we're actually going to take something, uh, well, maybe a little bit controversial chat GPT. Uh, what do you think about chat GPT? Uh, do you
2: like it? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Do you not know what the hell it is? Yeah. No. Call yes, and, uh one ringy dingy, two ringy dingy. Uh,
3: Dell computers. This is Chip. Yeah. Well, neither Ernestine or Chip are going to answer the phone, but, but Google
2: it, Translator will. And uh, yeah, you're going to end up as a show title because, much like us, by the end of this show, it doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. And, and it's going to mangle your transcript. It's
3: going to mangle your transcript, and hopefully this mangles my consciousness just enough, you know.
2: I hope so, because it sure was expensive enough yep. to purchase this test.
3: Yes, it was. However, however, it is a it is quite it is quite tasty. It's more sugar than we should probably be consuming. But um, but you know, in the name of, I would venture to
2: say this probably has less sugar than a lot of. Yeah, it has less sugar than. Some of the stuff that we consume. I mean, when you think about yes. all the liquor and yeah. well, yes, such.
3: exactly, exactly.
2: And we're not doing wine today either. We've opted to go wine-free for the toast and jam because we were going to be consuming this wonderful seltzer.
3: Yeah, and we probably shouldn't be even doing the wine so much. But that's a but. Yes, we were. But today we were. Are you we were trying to-, to
2: take all my vices away? i mean seriously what what did i do to you
3: No, well you know we, it's what sugar does to us i think is really yeah, what it comes point. yeah exactly so um all right so in any case um yeah th- so we'd love we love y'all uh you know thank y'all for participating when however you participate however you contribute your value back in time talent or treasure we'd love to we'd love to hear from you Um
2: uh, yeah you can get a hold of us on no agenda social he's at Foam boy <laughs> on no agenda social and I'm at Phoenix P-H-E-O-N-I-X and then a whole lot of more shit after that that's hard to remember so just type in P-H-E-O-N-I-X after the at sign and it'll come up with me because it always does. Or you could always link to me through his page, considering the fact that I'm Phoneboy's girlfriend.
3: Yeah, that's <laughs> so right. I'm
2: findable.
3: Yeah, you're you're very findable. Man, as am I. Uh, so that's right. Uh, so yeah, make sure if you want to want to participate in this, uh, yeah, you can call in. We just we just we just did get another voicemail. That's fantastic. So we, I'm like, I'm we looking,
2: love our voicemail. Yeah, so you can also email us phoneboy at lotus effect dot show phoenix at lotus effect dot show. Remember, it's P H E O N I
3: X. Although although both work because I, yeah
2: yeah both work because I'm weird and I spelled it the wrong way we know this this is over a year old we've been discussing this Yeah, but you You can snail mail us like mm -hmm. we said sending us stuff we enjoy getting things like you know our wonderful bells that hempress emily sent us
3: yeah Yeah, that's right we have we have our bells all right that's right okay now i think we have our i think we have our first segment here in the in the show which is uh, which which which, uh, goes something which i think starts with this clip right here
0: oh is someone not feeling well Your illness is very
3: important to us. Next. Welcome to the Healthmaster Inferno. Powered Uh,
1: by PureMe Technology. This goes in your mouth. This one goes in your ear. And this one goes in your butt.
3: Yeah, so. Yeah, we this is we were talking off Mike about yeah we we we're changing up some of the clips here. This is not one of the chips we've. But yeah, I can't even talk.
2: See, the seltzer must be taking effect.
3: Yeah, it actually kind of is. I can I can tell you right now, it's got a little bit of a. It's I I can feel my um I'm feeling my consciousness kind of elevate a little bit. You know, it's all good stuff.
2: You must so, have a low tolerance.
3: Yeah. Well, of course. Well, I also started earlier too.
2: Oh, see, you were pre gaming, even though it's against the rules. No, I see. I,
3: no, I opened it and drank it before you did. That's all. We opened it at the same time, but I drank. I did not. I did not do any pre gaming for this. So, I smell bullshit. Yeah. Well. <laughs> well. Okay. We're go- okay. We're. Oh gonna- wait! It
2: must just be that which we're going to cover about once again. We're gonna be talking about Ozempic, y'all.
3: Yeah, there's a lot of stuff on Ozempic. I didn't even have clips this time. This is this is how this is how we got into this. So, um, you know, they're 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 really trying. It feels like they're really trying to pump this this Ozempic shit, right? And, and so there's a there's a there's a, uh, we you know we've got several stories. It's a, you know in this case, a diabetes drug patients used for weight loss may have heart benefits, and this is. Um, Wait till you hear this line of crap Yeah, so Dr. Darren McGuire Professor in UT Southwestern's Department of Internal Medicine, so UT in this case Is, is University of Texas, I believe um, yeah, and, mem- horns. Yeah. and a member of the Division of Cardiology Has been a part of an ongoing re- of ongoing Research that shows the drugs Reduce the risk of cardiovascular death Heart and stroke It's really flipped the world of type 2 diabetes Upside down, we're using these drugs as one of the Very first line therapies and then For patients with diabetes who actually have cardiovascular. Cardiovascular disease, says Dr. McGuire. Now, w- while in critical trials, the drug reduced a, a type 2 diabetic's heart attack and stroke, uh, stroke risk on average by 14%, according to McGuire, by stabilizing plaque in the arteries. Now, of course, yeah, you know, I have so many questions about this. Well, first of all, like okay, so you may have reduced the risk by fourteen percent. First of all, what that is uh, relative to what, right? So you reduce. Yeah, what
2: was the baseline, first of all?
3: Yeah, what was the what was the baseline? And you know, and then you know, and if this, if, if if they think that that's great, you know, only fourteen percent, and he recommends it as a first line of defense. I wonder what they were doing before. I mean, sounds
2: the, to me like somebody's bought in. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, something like that. So, yeah, yeah I don't-
2: First line of defense: Don't try to naturally lose weight by you know not consuming sugar and stop stuffing fucking bonbons in your fat face. No, just load them up on uh, big pharma. There it- you go. She'll, yeah. she'll much doc?
3: Yeah, exactly. I understand that. So, um yes, and we get another one about uh, Ozempic and weight loss drugs. Like Wigovi can curb cancer risks. So, um
2: We have to understand. Okay, Ozempic, yeah. Wigovi, and
3: Yeah, they're all semaglutide, which is yeah. Garn- no, there there's Garnians. um there's, there's another one, yeah. I mean, I it's
2: another one. They're all semiglutide. So yeah. no matter what we call it, whether it's the Wagovi or the Ozempic, they're all the same drug.
3: Yeah, so... Just
2: different name.
3: Yeah. A, a small study conducted at, at Maynooth University in Ireland found that glucagon-like peptides, so GLP-1 analogs like semiglutide, can restore naturally occurring anti-cancer cells known as natural killer cells, or NK, uh, as opposed to MK, you know, you know MK-Ultra, whatever, but... Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, so the study authors note that people... People with obesity are at a greater risk of developing cancer due to, in part, their NK cells being rendered useless. They uh, qu- they discovered that semaglutide restored the cancer-killing effect on NK cells, independent of the drug's main weight loss function, concluding that the natural treatment appears to be directly kick-starting the NK cells' engine. Well, um, yeah, they may be, the, you know, they're they're doing something else, I think. I believe it. You know, we I don't think they understand the mechanism. They said, oh, it seems like it's helping, but what else is going on with the semaglutide that's causing the issues, right? And so, um,
2: well, we'll talk about that a little bit later. We've got some very interesting clips that go along with
3: that. Yes, of those exa- facts. exactly. And, you know, natural killer cells are part of the innate immune system and play a critical role in preventing cancer. Uh, Dr. Semia Aziz, a UK doctor and general practitioner, explains. And they do this by recognizing and then destroying cancer cells through a process called cytotoxicity. Well, you know how you can get rid of all the cancer cells in your system is stomach sugar. sugar. That's right. Um, you know, and then we get another article about heart health, right? And, and, and so, in this small retrospective, Uh, Study amongst individuals who are overweight or obese. It appears that use of a specific agent targeting overall weight loss improved cardiovascular as measured by one well utilized risk calculator.
2: You heard that right, just one.
3: Yeah, well, it's 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 a prominent one. I'll tell you that, but but you know they 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 don't. There's no direct evidence that this that this will. Uh, you know that this is actually going to reduce your risk. They're they're literally using the calculators as a as a, now. Granted, it's a it's a it's a it's a well studied one, and it and it is. Con- and- And, and you can, and yes, it does, it does have some, uh, it has some bearing on reality. It's been, it's been bore out quite a bit, I think, in terms of, in terms of practical experience, but, but again, like, you know, okay, so you've reduced it, and and by the way, that calculator gives you numbers generally that are like, you know, just, just for context, because I, because I calculated this myself at one point is, um, it, it gives you a percentage of you know you you have like you know somewhere i mean it, it's it's usually single digits right so if anything all you're doing is moving you know, so it's le- so you know you have to ha- you have to have a lot of risk conditions before you before the, before the number even gets to like 10% right yeah, and, but it,
2: i, I want to point something out very very obvious to most people who listen to our show they're touting the fact that this drug might improve your heart health well no shit sherlock and and i need to pull there is a clip of uh, on another podcast i listen to where they have a clip of somebody saying no shit sherlock and i'm gonna steal it because quite frankly y'all if you've been listening to this show for any amount of time you know that if you lose weight obviously it's going to improve your heart health because your heart doesn't have to work so hard to pump the blood to your huge ass on top of which there's just so many other benefits to losing weight so to be able to make the claim that oh this drug helps improve your heart health well water's wet too
3: numb nuts. exactly so
2: just saying that really bugged me when i saw that i'm like boy they really are using semantics aren't they
3: yes they are but here's the thing you have no idea what risks are taken with this drug and we'll get into uh you know we'll, we, we get into that and we get, we, get, we got we got clips today folks um and uh, you know other than just our smart ass ones of course uh, that we normally play but uh, yeah here's another one about uh, can Ozempic and other GLP-1 drugs reduce your dementia disease risk now researchers are investigating if popular drugs used for diabetes and weight loss may help prevent cognitive decline in dementia the drugs which belong to a class of medications called glucagon like peptide one or GLP-1 antagonists work by er, altering altering the metabolic system and lowering inflammation throughout the body now just
2: cutting sugar out of your diet.
3: Yes, it is. You know, and, and scientists suspect this could help slow the progression of neurodegenerative diseases like Alzheimer's disease and Parkinson's disease. Now, trials evaluating the ability of these drugs to combat cognitive decline are already underway, however, and the results won't be are expected until 2025. Now, it's well,
2: only a couple of years away. Yes, but at the same but, time, by then, all these Ozempic <laughs> users will be uh, let's see, bald. They'll have many more health issues because, as we know, anytime you're using a quote-unquote miracle drug to lose weight, and even with what we'll talk about later with bariatric surgery, none of this shit is guaranteed to work. It's also not guaranteed to have lasting effects. And not only, okay, you might lose a little bit of weight now. But the problem becomes when you stop taking it or something happens, no, you, 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 yeah, you,
3: we, we get, yeah, we fine. Yeah, we got some experts that talk about that. So, Yeah, which is yeah.
2: why I didn't go terribly into it. And, oh, look, another side effect of Ozempic that we're finding. You've heard of Ozempic face. That's right, folks. Now we've got the other end. We've got Ozempic butt. What? Yeah.
3: yeah, there so you go.
2: apparently, due to the major weight loss while taking these medications, yeah, you get this saggy, drawn skin. And now, not only is it affecting your face, but it's affecting your ass. A new side effect is gaining traction dubbed Ozempic butt. The concept of being left with sagging skin after rapidly losing a large amount of weight. It's not a new concept. Yeah, it's- Ever seen people who had butt? Bariatric surgery, and then they have to have a surgery to get all of that excess skin and whatnot removed, so that they actually can see and be happy in the body with the yep. results that they've gotten. Yep. Of course, you know, and yep. we also know that if you don't continue to do what you're supposed to after you have most of your stomach taken out, or a stapled, or a sleeve, or you know, pick your poison. Yeah, if you don't follow along with the rules, you. No matter whether you've had that surgery or not, it can, uh, you can creep back up.
3: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, maybe some of that weight loss isn't just isn't fat because this, this is, um, you know, that we talk about. I think one of the things that comes up when you when you lose weight, you're not only just losing fat, you are losing muscle to a degree. And, and now it, but
2: not to the amount that is happening with this drug. This is excessive. Yeah, loss of muscle. Yeah, and
3: just now I want to. I want to. I'm going Now we're gonna start getting into some of the clips that, that I've got. Now, they're, most of them I will tell you they're from Vinny Tortorich's podcast, and, and, and um, you know, and he's talking with and, and the, you know some of these. So uh, so I'm trying to think. Yeah, most of these clips are with Anna. There's a couple with there's a couple with um, with with Gina, but then and I've also got another clip from another doctor but or from a doctor. What
2: what yeah. we're playing in these clips is very informative. It's it's not about the, you know, the cast of characters. It's about the information for
3: sure. Yeah, exactly. So you know, Vinny talks very, you know, he, 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 um, you know, we talk about, the, he, you know, the, he was talking about some of the stuff around muscle loss and, 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 this is, you know, we, we know uh, we're going to, let's, let's just start up. We'll start off real quick with just, you know, what we he says about remind, muscle loss. We, yep. we
2: want to remind the listeners that Vinny Tortorich is actually the man who, came up with the concept of nsng no sugar no grain the lifestyle that we both try we, we, to live we, yeah
3: we're not perfect yeah. Right, nobody we, we nobody is that we're not yeah and as we're sitting here drinking something that's not an but that's you know,
2: hey you know don't, don't throw shade yeah but this, this is for science
3: it's for science and yes unfortunately this yeah the, so but
2: there are so many things that this particular way of life this lifestyle does do that is so much more natural than all of these drugs and all the things that we have our weekly rants yeah. about yes but so and so we fully believe in his message and if you've never listened to his podcast yeah it's called it's,
3: up, it's called fitness confidential you can find it and you can find it on itunes or wherever you find your podcasts right and uh, you
2: obviously listen to podcasts because you have our shit show in your ears right now that's so right so, add another one we we definitely recommend and we're not, you know, yeah. getting kickbacks. We truly no. believe in this. So if you have the opportunity and you want to learn more about how you can naturally lose weight without getting ozempic face, ozempic butt or losing all your hair and becoming bald, yeah, exactly. then uh, you might want to check him out.
3: Exactly. But he has a so we'll
6: start with it. We'll start with a short clip about what he says about muscle loss. And muscle loss is not a good thing, folks. That's how when people get old and they fall and they break a hip, the question always comes up, did they break a hip therefore they fell right Right. we never really know which one it is
3: yes i would yeah we i think we're going to have another one of those uh one of those drinks that we probably shouldn't have but we're going to anyway but yes muscle yeah i mean muscle loss that's odd and that's you know from from listening to some of the other uh listening to some doctors talk about this about about muscle loss and so and, and it, this is this, this is uh, you know we start talking about sarcopenia and that kind of thing where you, you know this is what ha- the, the what happens when you get old right it's you know a lot of what actually happens is yeah it's because you've lost a lot of muscle your body you have to work a lot harder as you get older to actually maintain that muscle mass there's a reason that vinnie works as many hours a day just on exercise as he does anything else right because he's
2: yeah but he, nothing worth doing is ever easy no it's not. And it's not like you have to do what Vinny does—go out and run ultra marathons. Well, or... he's
3: not—he's you know, not running ultra marathons anymore. But yeah, that, actually, Serena's doing that. Is uh, yeah, uh, his uh, his uh, smoking hot wife? Uh,
2: and there's a reason she's smoking hot because yeah, at, she's at, doing s-
3: that. At, at 60 years old, th- this this woman looks fucking amazing. That's all I can say. Right? Yeah.
2: Well, Vinny ain't slouching either. He's, he's pretty super yeah, if fine. Yeah. You see,
3: you look at yeah. I mean, you see the pictures of him back, and we're gonna play some clips. He talks about some of the stuff he used to do way back when. Uh, you know, when he, when he was a when he was a Hollywood fitness trainer, um, but uh, you know, but but of course, I but think the
2: point is, if you want to be healthy and you want to look good into your sixties and beyond, you need to put the effort in. Yeah. It does not just happen. That is one of the yeah. reasons why we are raging out as hard as we are on these yeah. Wagovi and Ozempic and whatnot because we're so over. Let's just say it. We were, we were soft and succulent. We were fatty McFatterson's. We yeah, own that fact.
3: Yeah, and we, we still get a little bit to lose, but, you know.
2: Yes, some of us more than others, like we're, me, we know. Yeah. But irrelevant to the fact, we believe in this particular lifestyle that we're attempting to share with everyone. Because these drugs have such nasty side effects. And, you know, the only side effect I've noticed with doing this particular lifestyle is... Amazing, healthy weight loss, more energy, feeling like I'm not just a big useless blob of shit.
3: Yes, that's right. So,
2: and I can live with all of those side
3: effects. That's right. Well, and 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 meanwhile, we know we and I think we've talked about it in in, in past episodes that Ozempic causes muscle loss, and and, and Vinny's here talking about it with Anna Vaccino, um, and on this clip,
5: one of the studies that just came out about Ozempic and Wegovy you know, and those things is that. You are, and I—I I don't know the right word for this, but you are losing muscle even more than fat. So you're losing your lean body mass, right? Catabolizing. A couple of order.
6: a couple of different doctors have come out recently. I, I just had—if you go back a couple of weeks, folks—I had doctor um, dietdoctor.com. Uh, Ian oh, Felt. Brett. Sure. No, Ian Felt. Um, Ian Felt was on the show. And okay, he said sure, that okay. they're, they're proving now that um, people who eat, who, who take Wegovi and all this different stuff, they're losing more muscle mass than other yes. people. This is a fact. And This is a
5: fact. And what I'm saying is, so you say that, you say that, that would be crazy to say, we're going to, let's lose muscle. I've got too much muscle. And yet people want the fast weight loss so badly, they'll, they'll projectile vomit and shit their pants. And lose muscle by taking Wegovy and Ozempic. So tell me how disconnected we are from logic,
2: sanity, and reality.
3: Well, if you're if you're an agenda listener, you realize how disconnected people are from sanity and logic. I mean, just but the- I
2: got thinking about this. So we're hearing that people are losing hair. We're hearing that all this sagging skin, and you know, you're having a shit apocalypse. There's something I realized. When we were talking about heart issues and shitting yourself and all the things that is happening with these semiglutide medications, muscle loss. What is your heart? It's one big fucking muscle. What's your asshole? It's one big muscle.
6: Yeah.
2: It's literally weakening the muscles in your body by taking this drug. So I'm just kind of curious. (laughs) is the weight loss worth becoming a veritable gumby vegetable yeah what quality of life are you going to have yeah i'm skinny i look like i've melted into my own skin and i shit all over myself on the daily and i'm bald but i'm skinny (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah yeah, there, yeah i think uh, you realize i'm gonna have to type that into the ISO bot, right
2: yeah i knew somebody would have to iso my rant but that's okay well the sphincters for a show title damn skippy
3: yeah exactly if, if i can't
2: now, I'm, I'm very passionate y'all because i was that person who was looking for the magic pill the magic answer wave a wand i want to be skinny i've come to peace with the fact I'm going to go down one size at a time. I'm not going to wake up one morning and look like Cindy Crawford or Giselle or some other famous model. I'm always going to be Phoenix. I'm always going to be me. And every day that I choose not to eat grains and seed oils and sugar and all the shit that is destroying our bodies, I feel like I'm winning the day. Even if I'm not a size zero, I'm a size me and I'm happy with that and I want everyone else to be able to be happy with who they are and I want to see them do it safely because I would probably prior to finding Vinny Tortorich and finding Phoneboy boy and all of the wonderful things that have helped me to reduce my Body mass and such. I probably would have been that person going to my doctor, going, "I want this. I want to be skinny. I don't want to have to work at it. I want to still be able to eat the cream puffs and the Mickey D's." Mm,
3: cream puffs and Mickey D's. You realize? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, cream puffs and Mickey D's. Yeah, and. Yeah, Mickey D's. But hey,
2: and... we should probably talk about what what works better than ozempic like we haven't been anyway
3: exactly well, it's funny because so this was an okay so um I didn't clip the entire part of this I mean I, I got a couple of clips on this and so um, but yeah so um, so I think Anna was talking it w- had found a clickbait title that says this works better she than had. ozempic and and it's kind of and 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 you and you're hoping that oh maybe it'll be low carb or something yeah, well maybe not
5: an article came across my desk recently. Let's be honest, it was on social media or like the news app. But the, the, the article was basically titled, why use Ozempic when this works two times better? According to this article, the Ozempic only worked, and I'm saying Ozempic because I could catch all term for all of the semi-glutide yeah. yeah. injections. Ozempic only works 22 to 29% of the time.
6: That's a but pretty low rate for a drug that you're spending 1000 bucks a month on.
5: Well, and I think I think it's actually, what what's happening is that it is working and then it stops working. So they can't say it's working that much because then well, it stops working. I, I and then you go that, off of it it definitely stops. And you, and you yeah, look, I repent. said that
6: from the beginning. I said, right. any effect that you're going to get is going to happen right when you go on it. That's going to be it. And then you're going to be chasing that dream.
2: Yeah. You heard that right, y'all. 1000 Dollars a month. Let me break it down for the math whizzes out there. That's about $250 a week. For $250 a week, I can assure you, I can buy a boat fucking load of steaks and eggs and all the things you're allowed to eat when you do this particular lifestyle that are hella delicious. Come on. I I seriously. Your favorite breakfast cereal, bacon and eggs. Your second favorite breakfast cereal, steak and eggs. No, for two hundred and fifty dollars a
3: week. I don't. I don't know if you got the order on that right. Sometimes, but well,
2: I, interchangeable.
3: Yes, they're, 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 they're,
2: animal flesh and uh, yeah. chicken ovum.
3: That the, 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 the exactly. for a win. That's right. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, so, of course, there's a part two to this clip, and it, it's just, it, but it, yes, and, and, but yeah, the, 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 so this drug works 20, you know, it, it, you know, re, it, it, it does lo- lower your weight, you know, but it, but it also has other side effects, but. And it's it, also a short-term thing where it works
2: for a little while, and then it stops.
3: Yeah, yeah well, okay, and then. You so- know, in, in
2: the diet world, we call that plateauing, except for you're not doing anything to plateau. The drug just stops becoming effective.
3: Well, that's right. So much. Yeah. So here's you know,
2: unlike doing Vinny's thing where if you plateau, change up your workout, maybe reduce the cream in your coffee or yeah, you, you know, need- change something slight in what you're eating. And then you re-kickstart your metabolism, and the next thing you know, the scale's going down and down and down again, and you're not shitting yourself with an ozempic butt, ozempic face, or hair loss.
3: Yes. But uh, let's, but, okay, so let's hear part two of this clip.
5: The thing that works 50% of the time, which I found shocking that that was even true, and um, it was not, it had nothing to do with making any lifestyle changes. The article was almost embracing the bariatric surgeries. And oh. I was so upset. Instead of doing
6: Ozempic, just go straight to that. And get your stomach cut out. Yeah. And
3: um, now here's the thing. And, and, and I, so I've got, a, I've got a clip about that, of course, too. And Vinny rants about the fact that um, and it's it, not always effective. It's not always effective. And uh, and, and, and
2: I've <laughs> known stories of people who have gotten this procedure done and they balloon back up and not only do they get back to the weight that they were at, but they exceed it.
3: Yes. And then,
2: and then wait, it gets even insaner because as a doctor, you've already signed off and done the surgery on this person. Once they come back to you looking like a fucking violet Beauregard, blueberry, and go, Doc, oh, I need the surgery again. I'm pretty sure at that point, I'm going, yeah, check, please. Yeah, you you, can- get out of my fucking office. You can't cut three quarters of your stomach out twice. I mean, you could. But yeah. at the same point in time, how thin is that going to leave the rest of it? Because you know that that quarter that they left in there is now stretched out beyond capacity.
3: Yes. Well, and, and yeah, I mean, I, I, I should. And
2: Why? Dear God, can someone please tell me why our first reaction in this country is to go under the knife instead of going to the gym
3: yeah.
2: or, or anything? Just get your fat ass off the couch and move.
3: Yeah. I've
2: said it before. Walk around your coffee table during the commercial break. I mean, it's not that yeah. hard to start
3: the best time to start. Was ten years ago exactly. I mean, the next best time to start is right, right now. now. So, okay, now and, and so there's been a few people that have gone through uh, that uh, that that are uh, that are me- that are doing no sugar, no grains that Vinny knows about that have actually that had this problem that, that actually did undergo the you know the, they underwent the, the the gastric bypass surgery. Um, then uh and then gained all the weight back and then some and then and then found success on nsng and and vinny's going to talk about one of them the other one happens to be a coworker of mine who actually got interviewed and that's how i got on vinny the first time was this person had gotten an interview interviewed by by vinny and he mentioned me and then lo and behold you know that that's how that happened so
2: and it's interesting because i know someone who recently had one of these surgeries done yeah and how miserable this person felt after this surgery and how difficult it was for them to eat anything. And you think about the fact that unless you've literally exhausted every single option there is out there, and and mind you, I'm not advocating for weight loss via pharmaceutical, not at all, but if you've tried that. If you've tried actually genuinely exercising, watching what you eat, this, that, and the other thing, cutting out the sugars, cutting out the carbs, cutting out the grains, the seed oils, the this, the that, if you've genuinely done that, um, no, you fucking haven't, because if you cut out the sugars, the grains, and the seed oils, you're going to lose the weight. Yeah. I, I hate to break it to y'all, but if you're doing it right, you're going to lose the weight. Yeah. But it to the fact, if yeah. you've done all that and it still hasn't worked, yeah, then I can maybe see if you're genuine and you go under the knife and you follow the program. But short of that? No. This is not a miracle cure and and a first a first option to go under the knife should never be. That's just what I'm saying.
3: Yeah, this is yeah exactly. There's just so much. It's kind of crazy, but okay. I'm gonna, let me play. i I've got the next clip. I'm gonna play here is actually. So Vinny's talking about one of the one of the rock stars from the from the No Sugar No Grains group on Facebook, and and talks about and and, and talks about the experience of uh, well, somebody who's went through this process um, didn't work, and well, found success some other way.
6: Any of the the gastric bypass surgeries, more people are going to be there telling you, please do not ever do this. And the people that are a champion for it will say it's great, but you're not going to be able to do this, but you're not going to be able to do that. And by the way, let's go back to our hero Scott King. Scott King was I'm gonna I'm not giving you the exact numbers, but he was 450 500 pounds when he had the gastric bypass surgery.
5: He I didn't know he had the. Oh
6: yeah, yeah, lost a ton of weight. When when he got down from, I want to say 400 or 450, when he got down to like, uh, we just had him on a show again, not not long ago. Great. Um, When he got down to 250, 285, turned around, went right back up. And that's when he got to a weight that was at or above 600. He doesn't know because there was no scale that can weigh him anymore. But he knew he was way past 550. And that's when he, um, that was after gastric bypass, folks. Most of the people I talked to, most of the morbidly obese people I talked to, that is not their first rodeo. It's, they've had, they've tried every diet, they've been to every specialist, they've tried hypnotize, they've tried this, that, the other thing, fat camp, you name it. And then they had the gastric bypass, lost some weight, and it went right back up. And now they have complications for the rest of their life. Right. Not just one or two complications. Most of them have several.
2: Yeah, and listen to all the things. Oh, fat camp and this and that. Nothing that actually works. All just fly-by-night things to try to negate the responsibility of taking control of your health and your life and what you're putting in your face.
3: Yeah, now, not all these bariatric surgeons are... um, you know we're on the wrong side of things in fact we've i've got i've got a clip of one here uh, a gentleman by the name of rob syvis who's uh, he's i think he's originally from south africa he he has a a a, uh, a metabolic health practice in in florida uh that he and he take and he takes patients and he and he does do bariatric surgery now he's also uh he's also uh you know he, he has a very uh, circumspect uh, position on it and i think it's a uh, and uh, i think it's worth playing that that how he sort of deals with uh, how he how he deals with bariatric surgery with his patients, I think it's a and and, and the fact and also you know we we they talk about some of the he also talks about some of these drugs too right that 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 you know that, that like how he would use some of these we, we, uh, GLP one drugs that we that we've been talking about and that and that they do have their place but not the way that they're being used by everybody else.
4: The GLP ones, as you so correctly said, erroneously are being advertised by Weight Watchers who just bought a company for $1.3 billion that's a doc in the box. By Calibrate, by all these companies that are writing scripts, as long as your BMI is over 27, a doc in the box will write the script, off you go, you pay some money for this drug. It is singular therapy that gets you to lose weight, but it doesn't change why you became fat in the first place. And then as soon as you can't afford the medication, as soon as you come off, and all their studies show this, it's called the STEP trials on Ozempic, four of them, they all show massive weight regain and return of diabetes as soon as you come off because you haven't fundamentally changed who you are. So we will, in our practice, use GLP-1s as for a short period of time to help people to get on track a little faster if they're struggling, if they've crashed and burned. I use it as a rescue tool. But it should not be the foundation of therapy. It should be an addition to an already foundational part of your change. It's exactly the same way that I use bariatric surgery. For some people who are really putting the effort in, but they have excess weight to lose and they're just struggling, we can add certain devices and surgery in, but not as an alternative.
3: Right, so it, it's it's one of many. It's one of many tools. It's not the only tool, and I think that's the you know the same thing can be said for these these drugs. Right, is that people are using it instead of doing all the stuff that they need to do, not in addition to doing the stuff that they need to do. And I think that's a, I think it's I think it's perfectly reasonable. It's a, it's not that yeah. The, it needs
2: to be an assistant, not an answer.
3: That's right. So, um, yeah, I think we've uh, okay. So we've moved all that around in our in our show. So, um, <clears throat> but now, okay. So I was listening now now. I don't think Vinny wouldn't be necessarily portray himself as a crackpot, but you know, you want to talk about media dis- deconstruction, talk about because he as a, as a Hollywood fitness trainer, he saw all this stuff up close and personal and even participated in it. So um, I want to, so when you, when you see these, so, you know, you've probably seen before and after photos of, you know, for any All you have di- to do
2: is watch any program for Jenny Craig, Slim Fast, Atkins, the before and after photos. Well, we're going to shatter your world today on that.
6: Yeah. When I was modeling back in the day, I did before and after pictures on the same day. Stop it. All lighting. Back then, you didn't have to make someone morbidly obese. They would just have us relax our stomachs as much as possible, push it out a little bit, and they would put um, a shiny coat of something on us and put white light all around us. If you look at the the two photos, one of them, you can see a shadow behind you, and the other one is perfectly lit. That was was done behind each other. That's how I know they lie. I, I learned all this by being part of it.
3: Yeah. And so, I mean, you want to talk about, yeah. Uh, so th- th- talk about somebody who has, uh, yeah, been inside that industry. He says, you know, he, he, he says I've been, you know, I've been in the diet and health game for 40 years. Right. Which is in, and, and, and yeah, he, he, he got involved in Hollywood and so he's seen, he's seen exactly what happens. And in fact, I got another clip here, um, talking about the fact that, you know, uh, you know, Hollywood starlets will, will go on the red carpet and, and say, Oh, I've lost weight with Wegovy
6: or something. Mm. Here's why. Yeah. These are people no. with a lot of money who was able to hire people like me. You got your chef, you got your masseur, your masseuse, and you got someone like me going in and spending upwards of three hours a day with you, wearing holes in boots going up and down Westridge, going to the <laughs> stairs, uh-huh. in the gym, yeah, you, you see what I'm saying. These I people do. are not you. You're used. painting
5: uh, quite a picture.
6: You think it's fucking Wigovi? <laughs> really? Come on. All right, now that one,
3: they're going to follow this up with uh, something that, that there, because I'm doing the clips out of order here a little bit, but uh, I think uh, yeah, but I mean, and, and because you know, be- stars are very you know, Hollywood stars are very driven. They uh, they it's all about money. Yeah, it's all about money, and so they're willing to do what it takes to succeed. And here's another example, and, and Van Vinnie's talking about somebody in Hollywood that uh, you know uh, that yeah, uh, you know, willing to do what it takes
6: to succeed. You know, uh, the one with the Snaggletooth singer, Jewel? Jewel? Oh, she slept in a car. Yeah, yeah. Th- this is a woman who wanted to make it. I can't tell you the number of people. These are people that will lie, cheat, and steal and do whatever it takes to make it. They have type A personalities. If you tell them you're going to work out three hours a day and eat a certain way to look a certain way in six weeks. Done and done. And then we go, comes and Ozempi comes and goes, Hey, mention something red carpet. <clears throat> we can pay for that trip to the the Met Gala. How about that? Wait, you you want to go? You want to go to Met Gala? <laughs> That's the way that works. Yeah,
3: I mean, it, of course it does. I mean, all, and and I and I mean, I've seen this. It's it's just kind of blows me away that you know. Of course, I mean, none, none of us to those of us who've been listening to No Agenda for a while, yeah, we're not, none, none of this should be a shock or surprise. But this is you know.
2: No, and a little backstory on Jewel in case anyone didn't know. She actually is from Homer, Alaska. Her family has been featured in a, uh, what do you call it, Um, reality TV show about homesteading. It's actually one of the things that sparked my ex and I wanting to do homesteading because they live on land that her grandfather, I believe it was, who came over from Sweden, I think it is, had gotten up in Alaska and they they worked it they've got cattle they grow their own food they raise their own animals for slaughter they work their asses off they literally only within the last five years got running water otherwise they had like an outhouse where they would dig a big old hole and put the outhouse over it et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. so she definitely came from very humble beginnings and she has the intestinal fortitude of how to make it yeah. So I just thought that was interesting that he happened to mention her as being, you know, oh, she slept in her car. You know, I-, I meet people all the time who are in Nashville trying to make it, hoping to get that one break. And I'm assured that some of them have slept in a car, have couch surfed, whatever it takes for that one big break break yeah
3: yeah so to think that they're that they've taken the easy way out of something they they know that you know, there there is no free lunch in any of this stuff that you ask. Absolutely- some of
2: them do absolutely yeah and speaking of a free lunch boy this one got me i'm sure you all have heard about the fact that one of our biggest rants which is these diet companies like SlimFast and yeah, exactly. atkins and shit yeah jenny craig that heifer yeah there you go do you know who's going out of business Jenny Craig,
6: really?
5: I knew I saw that headline today. I wanted to double check. Jenny Craig reportedly closing for good after 40 years in business. They're done.
6: It's about time. Now we need to we need to crush Weight Watchers and the rest of them. They're all <laughs> lying to people.
3: Well, I think some of the and I think some of those companies are are owned by maybe some of the pharmaceutical companies or right? I thought it would
2: not surprise me. And actually, yeah. we enjoy every once in a while, like when they'll we'll go into. Walmart and they'll have the the Jenny Craig meal kits on the end caps and we like to play the hot fresh garbage game because it's amusing to see the shit that people think that they can eat and still lose the amount of weight that they want to lose while ingesting these grains and These carbs and these fake sugars because, you know, no real sugar goes into these products because they'd be vilified to hell if it did. So they're using the fake sugar that's even worse for you than the real thing.
3: Yeah, no kidding. Uh, so we do, okay, so I'm looking around here, kind of going, and, and I see that uh, we, okay, so I think we have got, I think i played all the clips that we have. We got, yeah. a, I, I got a couple of clips left over. Now we, so we're going to move on to heart health because this is one of these things that comes up in COVID and we will, so we'll, so people who receive a heart from a COVID-19 infected donors at a higher mortality risk, what according is to- that
2: not surprised anyone especially because if you've heard anything about there's a specific strain of covid that actually causes your organs to become enlarged i know one we're waiting on testing to find out if two people who i know have experienced this from having that particular strain it's not a good thing but no it's not they're finding that uh, there was this team of researchers in Sorry, my, yeah. my script just went, fuck you. What does that? Because again, I touched the button.
3: Yeah, just make sure you touch somewhere in there. Yeah, that's, I uh, need uh, not yeah, yeah.
2: touch my keyboard. I actually should probably turn my keyboard off so as not to be tempted to keep touching it and fucking up my thing. But there's a team of researchers from... Montifer Medical Center and Albert Einstein College of Medicine in New York that evaluated the impact of transplants and the COVID-19 status of the donor. Why am I not surprised this went on in New York? I'm just saying.
3: Yeah, exactly. What they
2: found was that transplant patients who had gotten hearts from donors that had been infected with COVID-19 were at a higher risk of death. That almost kind of seems, oh, I don't know logical considering the fact that if you were heavily affected by covid or i'm i'm, I'm kind of thinking like now that i think about it i know this is going to sound stupid but I, I just had a thought that just occurred to me yeah. obviously you have to be dead if you're receiving someone else's heart that person would have to be dead yeah did they die from covid
3: well, yeah, we don't know what they died of. I mean, th- well, I'm just
2: I'm just having that like momentary
3: yeah.
2: th- this is what happens when I cold read apparently. Yes, this this this, this would have been really great had I read it before because it just hit me. No shit, Sherlock. Did these people die from fucking COVID, and then they go, "Oh well, fuck it. This person ain't gonna need their heart anymore. Let's give it to somebody who needs one."
3: Yeah, well, and and, and you'll notice in there that that, <laughs> that if they actually let the person recover from COVID, and then you know, and, and then you know, after if the person had recovered from COVID and the heart was used, yeah, so it's like, oh, they must be vaccinated. They must be safe. Well, we, we, I think we, I think we know that's bullshit. Now, yeah,
2: we do. And did they see? Did they even know what damage had been caused to the heart from? This person having had COVID, for that matter.
3: Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, there's there's so many there, there's just so much on this that that it is is not good. Um, no, none of this is good, as they say. So, um, yeah. And it they- says
2: that they recovered from it. Are you sure? Yeah. There's a lot of long symptoms that are still being seen in COVID.
3: Yeah. It is, and yeah, and, I, and we actually we actually had a story about long COVID. I, I think we're gonna we'll talk about it, and because we've, yeah, because we've, uh, yeah, we went a little longer on that on this segment than we were anticipating. That does happen from time to time. So we've we'll we've got you know, so there's, there's always we always have stuff to talk about. So we'll we'll move it to we'll move it to another week. But yes, this is, but yeah, the funny th- they only they only looked at you know they looked at 150 donors who had the infection at the time of their death and 87 who had an infection but recovered right so it seems like a fairly small sample size to me right and but you know when they got a you know and you know but the, but it did the the mortality rate was a lot higher right when you know it was 13.8 percent when they received a heart from an infected donor versus 4.9 with not right um and and likewise if after a year it was you know the, the mortality rates were you know were you know were even higher right um well, it,
2: it even, I'm sorry, but I'm just I'm stuck on this fact that they literally said the person had an infection at the time of their death. So they died from covid and you just passed their organs on to somebody else. If that is not a seriously sick thing. Were the donors aware that the person had COVID at the time of their death? Yeah, exactly. Do you think they would have gladly accepted that, knowing how much propaganda has been put out there by the M5M over COVID and the things that happen and the possibility of death when you get COVID? Just curious, you know, asking for a friend and shit.
3: Exactly. Um now, here's this this one was kind of a no-shit Sherlock that I when I found this. It says CT scans may be best for predicting heart disease compared to genetics. Now, so Duh. this so this is this is this is there's yeah, some study I guess to improve the risk assessment, scientists have suggested including other methods. One of the one of these is a polygenic risk score, which is based on more than 6 million commonly occurring genetic variations associated with heart disease. Another another method is a CT scan for coronary arteries calcium, which is a sign of atherosclerosis, a thickening or hardening of the arteries. Now, in a study pu- published in, 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 in May, on May 23rd in JAMA, uh, researchers have found that CT scans for coronary ar- artery calcium do a better job than genetic testing at estimating a person's risk of heart disease during midlife when added to conventional factors. Well, you know why it's able to, to actually do that? Because it actually looks at the fucking disease. Holy crap. Concept foreign look at the fucking disease. When, so when my doctor, um, so, so some years ago, when my, when when, uh, when I challenged my doctor on the statins, uh, I said, uh, so why are you prescribing me a statin? And he, and he gave me the bullshit answer. I said, well, how about we actually look at my, why don't we look at my heart and find out how much actual disease I have, and then we can talk about whether I should take statins or not. Yeah. So I did, a, I, I had a, I had an angiogram done, which, uh, and uh, actually I had two of them done. And because they, because in the first one, they found a, uh, they found an angiogram, So, uh, you know, that's something I've got to eventually go look at and see if it, it was not operable, thankfully, but it's something that I do have to watch out for. Um, And because I don't know if it's a, you know, because if I was born with it or whatever, you know, so it's hard to know if it's a a real problem or, you know, if it's something that's developed over the years or if it's something that I just was born with. So, um, but I had a, but here's the thing. I had a calcium score of zero. That means I have no, there was no heart disease. So, um, yeah, so before your doctor prescribes a statin, go get a calcium scan done. And by the way, you can get, even if you, you know, I think you can go get them done without insurance. They're not that expensive Uh, to to get it. Just. Just a just a, a a simple um you know a simple calcium scan uh, about a hundred yeah, bucks about a hundred bucks right the uh, yeah if you want to do a if you want to do an angiogram it's gonna be a little bit more expensive but it tell, and it tells you pretty much the same thing so the well, re-
2: most doctors will order an angio if you go to them and you say hey look I'm concerned uh, about
3: yeah, that, yes. that's, and that's, and that's what my, I said, I want a calcium scan. He did, they, they did an angiogram and then, you know, and, I, and and it's also partially an insurance scam. I get that, right? They were there. Totally. Yeah. But, uh, I'm, I'm still okay with them having done it now. Um. Okay, here's yet another sh- no shit Sherlock, and this it's funny. We keep going through these stories, and we find we just look at it, we just like just kind of roll our eyes. So talking on your cell phone may increase hypertension risk. Now, you know this is and this so, new research published this month in the European Heart Journal, of Digital Health, suggests a link between cell phone usage and hypertension, commonly known as high blood pressure. Now, okay, is anyone out there surprised at this? No. Well, and they say talking on your cell phone. Who talks on their fucking cell phone? We're all Everybody. sitting. We're, we're sitting there fucking scrolling, you're sitting there fucking scrolling social media and, you know, jacking off on whatever, you know, and, and, you know, reading whatever, you know, it's, so now the study used, I guess, data from uh, 200 or 212,046 people who are part of the UK biobank, a commonly used data set in the European focused research. Now, now, the research looked at people who were on their phone about you know um, you know, 30 to 59 minutes 1 to 3 hours of 4 to 6 or more than 6 hours per week which you know I mean some people spend 6 hours per day on their phone now the more the more time people were on the phone every week the higher the chance they would have high blood pressure or hypertension now, what were they doing on their phone I doubt they were talking on their phone fuckers uh, so people on the phone about 30 to 59 minutes a week had an 8% increased risk for hypertension again uh, increase over what uh, people on the phone 1 to 3 hours a week had a 13% increased risk. Those on the phone four to six hours had a 16% increased risk. And those on the phone over six hours every week had a 25% increased risk of high blood pressure. And
2: seriously, who doesn't have more or less their entire life on their phone? Their schedule, their email, texting all the time with your friends, even no agenda. Whether you're listening, whether you're scrolling NAS, we are all guilty of being on our phones I guarantee you, for well, other than maybe Sir Bemrose, but and JCD, no, Uh, but ultimately most people, we'll we'll be fair about and say most, are on their phone more than six hours a week. It's It's not hard to do. There's seven days in a week. All you have to do is spend one hour on your phone a day, and you've exceeded. The threshold for the twenty-five percent. Exactly,
3: but see this, and, and and by the way, I also knew that my phone was a source of stress. And we, we go you know, again. We talk about my you know, the 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 hell that was my divorce. Um, yeah, fairly early in the process, I really because I only I had one phone, and it was the one, it was the one phone that everybody knew, um, th- that everybody knew how to get a hold of me, and I, I decided. uh, that I needed to have some separation, and so I actually, I actually, even though like financially, it's it's you know it's one of, it's like I don't need extra costs, you know, as, as the saying goes. Um, but in this one, I went, I, I kind of looked, did the math, and went, yeah, I need to have an extra phone because I need to have something that's completely separate from my work and the one and the and the number that my ex knows, right? And and and, and it and, also
2: reduced you know, your stress level. I can say from yes. being with you during this time, yeah, your stress level went. A lot lower because you didn't have the constant worry. Of having to see the evil email pop up on your screen. Or... Yeah,
3: I took I took a lot of steps because I realized that yes, the phone is stressful. Not and not necessarily because of phone calls, although that happens too. I mean, yeah, you, know, you know, the lawyer still, uh, you know, I still get a call from the lawyer every now and again, or I, or I have. Not although we're mostly done with all that stuff. But this is, but it's a source of stress, and it's not just the it's not just the talking on the phone. It's the using. It's what are you using the phone for? So yeah, I
2: yeah think about how yeah. Yeah. how you're. Eyes are being bombarded. Well,
3: yeah, that's also affecting your your vision. I mean, there's lots of things. Yeah, exactly. So,
2: so I I found it interesting though. I have to say that they said that participants who reported using a cell phone at least once a week were found to have a higher education level, more likely to engage in high levels of physical activity, and tended to have a higher income level as well and that they were also more likely to be smokers. I found that really weird that they included that.
3: That that, that sounds like a that sounds like a, a, a dog whistle if you ask it, me. Yes. Yeah.
2: That was exactly what I was thinking, which is why I left it in the the whole thing because I kind of was like what the fuck does that have to do with anything?
3: Yeah, exactly. It, so
2: It seems like useless word salad that they threw in to you know, like you said, as a
3: dog was, yeah, sure. Something, so, so, yes. Your phones, right? I mean, and this is, and, and I and I still do this today. I mean, so we we um, we we'll, we'll, uh, on, on on Friday we took a mental health day, right? We we Big uh, time. yeah. And and it was funny because I so I I, I left my work phone at home during the, we we we, you we
2: do we, that we, a lot when we go out.
3: Yes, I do because well, usually because it's. I mean, honestly, people don't ping me so much on my phone, and I'm not I, there. There's not a lot of things, but at the same time, like yeah, I want to be able to turn that off and not have it be even a distraction or whatever so i leave it i purposely leave that phone home and and i want
2: to point out something that i don't know if you've noticed when we go out places Mm -hmm. but i know that i have the one thing you and i don't do that other a lot of other people i won't say all because i'm not going to be that you know that constrictual but most people when we go out i don't know if you've observed this but They'll be out to dinner with whoever they're with and they're on their phones. Yeah. That is one thing we really don't do. If we're out together, whether we're having a date night, whether we're, it doesn't matter what we're doing. If we are spending time together in a place, yeah, we we don't have our phones in in our hands. We're not burying our faces in our phones. We actually are being present with the person that we're spending time with and that is one thing i will never understand about people what is the point of actually going and sitting yeah. arguably at a restaurant to have dinner when you're not going to be engaging with yeah. your family your friends or whoever your face is in your phone why yeah, you, why don't you just get it to go well
3: or or you know it, it, or maybe maybe the real reason is because you don't want to be with the people that you're with I considered that yeah, as well. I think there's yeah so the, you, so if you find that you're in around a group of people and you and you're and you find that you you spend more time than not on your phone Figure out why that is because yeah, get, it, it, get better
2: friends, uh,
3: get better friends. At, well, yeah, or uh, yeah, or take a, take a match to your life and walk away like I did. So that's right. Uh, so this is so I think this, there's something about this, right? So we're you know, I don't, I don't, unfortunately, I'm probably not going to be like uh, Sir Bemrose or, or or JCD in in so far as I'm not going to necessarily, um, you know, I'm not going to necessarily be able to get, probably get rid of my phone. And, and honestly, like we use, I mean, I use the phone for um you know i use the phone for uh, you know i mean when we're out when we're out and about i mean i'll take pictures or something and and you know and i might i mean we maybe i'll look there's sometimes the phone will come out but it's but it's very rare right most of the time when we're out you know with whatever we're doing we are actually in this um you know we're we're actually doing we're present, it. I mean, we're present. that's right and we ha- you know and if we're not and if we're not happy the place that we're in we we get up and leave. You know, we're not, we don't just, you know, we don't just try to, you know, get it out or whatever. We just, with it so yeah. No, I mean, because
2: life is too damn short for yeah. that.
3: Yeah, exactly. And so. then
2: too, I mean, I understand going along to get along, but what are you sacrificing by way of your mental health when you're just going along to get along all the time, yeah. instead of being real with yourself and being true to those around you about, if you're not okay with a situation, change the environment. And sadly, because of doing rideshare, I have to use my phone. I have to be on my phone. Yeah. Because it's literally the way that I do my job.
3: Well, and, and you and I spend a lot of time on the phone, too. But we're talking to each other, like, you know, we're not, you know. Well, yes, uh,
2: but at the same point in time, we're not, act- we're not constantly actively speaking. Yeah. We literally could go better than an hour and half. With nothing but silence from one another, maybe you're doing something in your background or vice versa.
3: Yeah, but this and that's very different than when we talk because yeah, I mean, and and I, I knew the phones were a problem a long time ago. I mean, I took in in beginning of 2021, I started removing stuff off of my phone because I'm like this. This is not serving my mental health, right? So again, we talk about all the features and functionalities on phones, right? Yeah, Yeah,
2: there's just too damn much stimulus. Yeah, you've got YouTube. You've got audiobooks. You've got games
3: galore. You've got and you've got music too. And, and we, some uh, of, we, of course them are we, of course just we love music, so but.
2: fucking stupid. Like I want to highlight this one game that I downloaded cheerily because I was like, this this cannot be real. And and we got a good giggle out of it. It's the um it, it's the uh the ship flaw, uh, flume thing yeah. where you have like this big ass battle carrier and you're sending this fucker down a down almost like a ski jump ramp yeah. like a log flume and then you what? have to jump it yes yeah. you have to jump it and make distance trying to hit a target it is the dumbest thing i've seen in a hot minute <laughs> And we played it for just a moment, just out of sheer, like, what the actual fuck. And then, of course, you know, it's, it's getting deleted off my phone because I don't need it on there.
3: Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I haven't downloaded any new games onto my phone. I've got a couple games that I'll play every now and again just to, just to kill some time. But yeah. And it's
2: interesting because the game that I... Um, I think it's called Mob Control or whatever. Yes. That I have played so much, I've noticed myself being just kind of like walking away in a sense from it. I I have not opened that app in several days. Yeah. I used to open it several times a day and yes. you know, flood my opponent with little blue blobs, but now I'm just like eh. I have other things taking up my time.
3: No, that exactly. That
2: was occupying. with yeah, exa- being Present with you and exactly. Show uh, uh,
3: exactly. So you know, we, we have a great goddamn time here. So
2: we do, and uh, and we would like to share that yeah, happiness uh, with, with everyone. Yeah, exactly, and that means God I could, goddamn uh, time.
3: Oh yeah, well you know, I guess I got to actually hit the clip for the for you know actually launch launching into that segment. Even though this we kind of had a nice entremont into that segment by talking about, by so uh, that actually worked out pretty well. So let's uh you know, but I mean for, let's I, I want first of all I want to remind everybody. Uh, what they need to do during this podcast. Boost me, bitch. Arr, shiver me timbers. And boost me, bitch.
2: That's right. And also, don't forget, we want to hear your thoughts on ChatGPT. So call 253-237-3321. Tell us, do you love it? Do you hate it? Do you not know a damn thing about it?
3: That's right. And so, but remember, the key to life is a penis in your asshole. Now, okay, I got a story here that, I don't even know what the, I I saw it as a, I saw it as a, I I think the comment that went with it and I'll just, I'm just going to read the headline. I, I, and so I felt, okay. So I, uh, this is, this is a, uh, this is a woman. I fell in love with another married woman at my kid's school. My husband supported me through the whole relationship, even the breakup. The fuck y'all. Yeah,
2: truly. That was even a, the fuck. Yeah. from my side of the aisle.
3: Yeah, so now I, I can think of this in a couple of different ways. First of all, look whatever 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 your situation is with a person, if it really makes you happy, I mean, go for it. I mean, I'm not gonna you know not I'm not gonna say every you know the the, the best situation is the best situation for every person. It is a you know the um, so if 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 this works for them, great. But yeah, I mean there there's the jokes kind of write themselves here. Like I mean, what was the guy hoping in all of this? I mean, it's just he wanted to watch. Well, th- yeah, I mean that's kind of the obvious joke, but I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a, str- I don't know. I just, like I said, every, everybody's situation's different. I mean, you, the love is strange, I believe is the, you know, as the, as the song goes, which is probably something we'll play in studio 33, <laughs> but I just, now, of course, all the stories we talk about, we'll we'll link them in the show notes uh, uh, at lotuseffect.show uh, under episode eighty four. Um, you'll be able to you'll be able to find it. Uh, so now this is this was this was a bit of an interesting uh, one that came up. But okay, St- okay. wait a minute though, okay.
2: I, I think yeah. I get to trump on this one okay. because of the fact of being in the LGBT LMNOP life yes. for so long in reading this particular. Uh, story. Yes. I noticed something that should have been an immediate WTF moment. Okay. This woman was dating another woman when she met her now ex-husband. And even said that she always identified as queer. So this guy obviously had a... Oh, you're not really gay. All you need is a good dickin' moment. And she fell for it. Yeah. That's how I take this. Is that he literally was like Let me let me uh let me straighten this one out. Oh you need a good pipeline and, and and you'll see the error of your ways. I think he got fooled.
3: Yeah, well, I mean of course I think our situation, you know, there's there there, there you know, there, there, I didn't I never thought about that personally, but that's Our
2: situation's also different because yeah. of the fact that yeah. I identify as pan right. not exactly. as being one or the other.
3: Well, yeah, and the, and, and that's and that's again a, a bit of a different thing, but it's I as I say, there was never that was I, I never had that thought although it is kind of funny sometimes to make that to make the joke but it's not necessarily what we and when you uh, read the
2: article basically once they had kids it was an issue of i think that she just was not fulfilled that's the way that i read this article is that because they weren't out having a good time and whooping it up because now they had the responsibility of kids the What's the word I'm looking for? The new where, yeah. wore off. Yeah. You know, the the, the yeah. sparkle went away because she even talks about how she. Um, yeah. Uh, after it says the adjustments of raising small children, however, radically changed our lifestyle and put our monogamous lifestyle on hold until I fell in love with another woman. I I called it. Now, mind you, I've not read this article, so I'm doing this live. Yes. You all are hearing the reaction live. Yeah, that's exactly how this went down.
3: Yeah, exactly. So it's just, yeah, I mean, there's just so much about this that is like, I can't, it's like... When we had
2: kids, we were no longer out partying or fooling around. Okay, so you were never actually... Finger quotes straight. You never went fully to the cis side of the aisle. You just kind of dipped your toes in the pool for fun. But then when life got real, you went back to that which you originally were comfortable with, which was Lixolotopus. Phenomenal.
3: Lixolotopus? I said it. I'm uh, not ashamed. Uh, okay, well, you, you realize that that's going to be a show title. I'm...
2: Whatever works. I'm just saying. Like, as someone who has lived on both sides of that aisle, okay? I'm just really offended by this particular article because I don't feel that it was fair to him that she engaged in this relationship when her true self was being with another woman. And And I really think that it is transparent AF. Yes, I understand. You wanted... To keep your family together. Yeah. But I can assure you that it's gonna cause more questions than answers with the fact that, well, mommy kisses mommy, but mommy also kisses daddy. Really?
3: Yeah. Well, not this, a
2: wholesome environment. Th- if you yeah. Ask me. I mean,
3: okay. And, I, and, and, and I'll, I'm going to make a slightly controversial statement here, at least is that, is that yeah, I'm, I, I wonder just is how much of that, it, yeah, the, this behavior ultimately, um, you know, that, that some people find um, abhorrent or whatever you want to call it, is how much of that behavior is driven by just not being happy and they're trying to figure out how to be happy.
2: Yes. I can assure you that when you are not happy, you're looking. For anything that you can find. If you're in a straight relationship, you may decide, you know, gee, maybe the reason I'm not happy is because I'm with the wrong gender, and vice versa. Yeah. And there's a lot that goes into it because ultimately the only way you can truly be happy is to be happy with yourself. Figure out who you are. And yeah. live your truth we've talked about that before yeah, yeah. i i
3: i, can, I think okay I, I don't think i've actually I, I don't think I've actually told anybody about what, what I'm about to say here but uh but I think there's something to this because uh I had an experience as a, as a as a as a teenager that I was interested in another dude like Very, you know, for very briefly, and it's because I'm like, I don't, you know, and it it, it didn't feel right, but it was one of those things you, you, you you know, when you're, again, you're, when you're unhappy, you're trying to, you're just trying to go through and configure, you're you're trying to figure stuff out. So, you know, I just was, it's, you know, it's just kind of weird thinking about that going, yeah, maybe that had something, you know. I know what my my mental state was in high school. It was it was not what somebody that was very happy. Uh, so maybe there's something to that. I don't know. This, this, that, I mean,
2: it makes sense.
3: Yeah. So uh, yeah, like I said, I don't think I've ever I don't think I've ever mentioned uh, that story anywhere. But uh, um, so now, meanwhile, I think we. Uh, so is there more we needed to say about this story? Are we
2: uh, here's the thing. Yeah. From reading this story, it looks like they had an open marriage anyway yes so i kind of feel like the heading for this article was very misleading because if you're in an open relationship it's kind of already a green light to be with someone else now not necessarily in a long-term capacity yeah just as a you know quote unquote hookup
3: yeah i i so i actually know so i um Actually, I, I have so I, so. There's there's a couple uh, well, now an ex couple. And here's the yeah, thing: they yeah.
2: were both married. Yeah. The women in this article were both married and asked their husbands, "Hey, is this okay if we do this?" And they were like, "Sure, why not?" Well, give me a break.
3: Yes, I, there, there's something. As I say, there's lots of uh, dysfunction there. I think going on, but I actually now I do know uh, there's a couple that actually um, they were this couple was actually present at the first wedding. That that's how that's how we knew these uh, this couple than me and my ex, mm-hmm. um, and they, they'd been to, and I think they'd had a more or less open relationship for for the whole time. Now he became a she very recently. Which also, which I think that that was enough to sort of, uh, uh I, I think that dissolved that something related to that may have dissolved the marriage. I, I I'll be honest. I haven't been following that closely on Facebook, but the, but, uh, I did see, uh, he became a, she and, um, okay. You know, again, I don't really care one way or the other. It's, you know, that's your, that's all your business, but,
2: um, I've known plenty of people like
3: that. Yeah. And I mean, I, heck, I, I mean, growing up, um, there was a couple. Um, that uh, were married and he decided to become a she, you know, good, you know, you know, Mike became Michelle. I mean, you know, what, I mean, like I said, it's whatever, whatever makes you happy, I guess. But uh, you know, those it's, but it's, it's, like I said, it's just, it just, it, 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 none of this, none of this stuff's easy or, you know, whatever. And it, it, it's, it it just kind of, but I think a lot of it, I feel a lot of it's just being driven about the fact we're trying to be happy. We're trying to do anything to be happy, including, you know, change the, uh, you know, do, 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 Hate ourselves and do surgery and do things you know do things that uh, that that uh, are probably going to make our body worse in the long term in the long run right removing parts you know I don't know at- inserting new things removing things from your body uh, especially you know whether it, whether it's uh, you know as a as a young child while it's developing or it's, you're an older person you know there you know your body's gotten kind of used to some of this stuff being there and now you're adding new stuff to it or you're taking stuff away mm, you know who knows what's going on there.
2: Well, and it's interesting, too, because this article talks about how they never even got divorced. Like, this chick stayed married to this dude while she was banging this other woman.
3: Yeah. What? (laughs) I mean... What? Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, like...
3: I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Yeah.
2: I I don't get it. Yeah. I I absolutely don't get it.
3: Yeah, I don't get it either, but...
2: You, You don't get to do that. Yes. You can't call that a relationship... Yeah, um, no, yeah. no,
3: no, 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 no. Oh boy. This is all right. So now we're, okay. So now we're going to talk about the wall street accountant who turned a professional escort and says she's a psychopath and swears it's the key to making six figures. Now, um, Now, psychopath and sociopath are often used interchangeably, but clinically they hold different meanings. Now, neither are diagnosable conditions, so it kind of makes it interesting why why they're even terms at all if you can't really diagnose them, but can be used to describe a spectrum of behavior that someone may embody at any given moment. Now, people who have high levels of psychopathy rarely or never feel anxiety fear, or sadness. Now, they also tend to come off as charming and bold. Now, sociopaths are more avoidant and impulsive, tending to act on the feelings of anxiety or anger. Now, um, and and I think that in this, you know, we talk about, um, you know, in, in But she's actually quoted in in this article So every waking moment, the only goal I have Is to increase my overall happiness And reduce any kind of negative emotionality I don't have any other goals in life Says Mia Lee, a New York City-based professional escort
2: So does that mean I'm a psychopath or a sociopath Because really all I give a fuck about Is being happy in my life Finding ways to do so And reduce any emotional negativity does does that mean i'm a socio or psychopath
3: maybe i don't know and i think that's something there, there's uh you know th- th- so um you I mean, know it just,
2: it's interesting she says you know i struggled with this internal struggle for a meaningful existence and wanted to do good because i only optimize for one thing and that's my own happiness so i don't care about fixing society i relate the fuck to that heavily yeah
3: because it's because if it, it
2: isn't impacting my life i don't give a fuck about it yeah, and,
3: and if there's anything if there's nothing you can do about it i mean that's so you know and sometimes it, it, it's kind of funny listening to the agenda sometimes it's not that i don't disagree with the analysis they're doing it's like what's the point because the stuff doesn't affect me i don't really want to hear i don't need to hear about it or necessarily care about it so why am i even consuming it and it's kind of funny cuz i you know it, you know i mean we get the newspaper twice a week right so i've got right. and, and now the newspaper only Carries, covers local stuff, right? So it's not like there's a bunch in there. Now, it, do I need, does it matter if I read it today, tomorrow, or, or not at all? Like, no, it doesn't really matter that much. I, I like, you know, the reason I subscribe to the newspaper is because it does give us some, uh, um, you know, it gives us some fodder and it all. And, and I, that's, it, you know, as we're learning about this area that we live, yeah, we kind of need to know what's actually going on. And so yeah, the newspaper. Yeah, we
2: want to know what's going on in the world, <laughs> we'll tune in yeah. to the Boys at No Agenda. That's right. And if we want to know what's going on locally, we look at the paper that you're paying money to. To have that's and, right, and I find that to be an extremely meaningful existence,
3: yes. But this is the thing, and so you know, what but uh, there's something to be said for this, and I think this is, this is what I wrote down it's like, I th- you know, what because she's only caring about one thing, the rest of it doesn't bother her, so yeah, yeah
2: she cares about getting ahead and showing other women that they can do the same, yes. And there's that's a-, a really good thing to do. Yeah. I that's all I really want to do. I want to be happy, yeah, I enjoy doing my show. I want to have something I can be proud of, which is why I'm going to school. I work my ass off so I can make sure that I can keep the things in life that mean the most to me. And the people that mean the most to me in my life know that they do. That's right. I'm pretty fulfilled without worrying about who's blowing up what, who shot up what school in what state. I mean, I had a conversation with Tigger, I think it was night before last, about politics and how do we fix what's going on in this country and so on and so forth. Ultimately, you've heard us talk about term limits and this, that, and the other thing. But the fact of the matter is, until you get enough people who are like-minded, who know how to fix things and effectuate what we all want, it's never gonna happen. And we're gonna continue to slip into this abyss that we're in. So if we're all jolly well fucked anyway, We might as well just have a great goddamn time and live our lives. Yeah, exactly. The best we can. Yeah,
3: and you know, society. You know, again, you know, society will fix itself because all because you can't fix none of us can fix society, right? I mean, I think there there are some people out there that you know think that they that, that, that think that they can, and you know, maybe with an en- maybe with enough uh, power, you know, I don't know, en- enough power or money or whatever, they might be able to you know nudge it in one direction or another. But the rest of us don't even have a don't have a prayer, and the best we can do is to improve ourselves and you know maybe help maybe help those. Uh, adjacent to us nearby or whatever but here's
2: an interesting thought and yeah i'm gonna put it out there she says that there's no way that we can affect anything da 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 oh yeah there is when it comes time to vote abstain everybody stay the fuck home don't go to the polls don't cast a ballot imagine what the government would do if nobody went out and put in a vote everybody said you know what fuck this you all aren't listening anyway You're all corrupt. It's all broken. Our forefathers are spinning in their graves. So, yeah, no. I'm going to go get a beer uh, instead of casting a vote because I don't like any of the candidates. And uh, y'all don't give a fuck what the American people think anyway because you keep putting these asshole windbags in office Uh who fuck the country up a little worse and a little worse and a little worse until we're in the situation we're currently in. So, what's the fucking point? A little anarchy is healthy, folks.
3: Yeah. Now, um, yeah, now, of course, of course, uh, yeah. And, and I think all the focus on fixing other problems right out in the world is a distraction from fixing the problems with yourself. Right. And it's kind of like, if you
2: don't love yourself, how can you love someone else? This. If your life is teetotally fucked. How can you fix anyone else's life?
3: Yeah. Well, and, you know, and, and okay, so we can talk about, uh, you know, thing, when your life sucks, right, uh, what things you can do. So I think it's a... Um,
2: I think it's a matter of perspective, It's
3: a, Yeah, so, you know, when your life sucks, and this this article talks about some of the stuff that you can do, and, and you know, get outside, yeah. I mean, the, the, part of what I did when my life was sucking, yeah, there's a reason I went for, you know... I like uh, fresh air, motherfucker. That's right. You know, get out and move your body. I did that too, right? I, I You know, I, 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 the, amount, the number of miles I ran in 2020 and 2021 Are a testament to the fact I moved my body. Call a friend. Well, I didn't have any friends to call necessarily. I mean, I did, but Well,
2: you know, when when we started talking, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that you spent a whole lot more time on said cell phone we recently raged about. That's that's right. And it helped to improve your life when it was sucking. Yeah, it did. And it's funny because they say to call a friend, then they say, put your phone down. Well what the Which fucking
3: is it? Exactly. Although, put your phone down of all the other distractions, which I was starting to do already. I I
2: knew what they meant. I was being Uh, facetious,
3: obviously. Yeah, be uh, be honest, right? And and actually being able to talk about what's actually bothering you is... is, is, Yes, and
2: I can honestly say that when I had the open opportunity to be honest with my partner and tell them how I was really feeling without the fear of chastization or weaponization, it really did improve my life exponentially. Yeah, which goes along with making sure your life reflects your values. You need to have boundaries and you need to not let people cross those boundaries. And if they do be a strong enough person to say, Hey, this is not okay. I'm not okay with this.
3: Yeah, This um, is not
2: behavior that I will, that, that I will stand for and tolerate. You know, it goes back to know your worth.
3: Yeah. And you know, helping others, right? I mean, sometimes, it, sometimes it is, it is good to help others, but, um, you know, cause you do get something out of it, uh, whether, whether you realize it or not, um, Yeah, even
2: if it's just, you know, and it probably should just be that feeling that you know that you positively impacted someone's life, (laughs) even for a brief moment.
3: Yes, but, you know, do what you love, right? I mean, give yourself permission to do what you love, because... And
2: don't be apologetic for doing what you love by any (sighs) stretch of the imagination. Oh, excuse me. Because...
3: I know I, I was, I was muted because I figured you were I should, muted, I,
2: but you still blew everyone's eardrums out with that sneeze. I'm sorry. We, I, we need to get you a sneeze pillow.
3: Well, I need I to do I don't know so. if
2: they exist, but uh, I'll volunteer my bed pillow. I'll smother you with it.
3: Yeah, I know you will. <laughs> yeah. No, just, you know. I don't. I don't, know, I don't know about going to therapy or journaling. Although journaling, writing down stuff. I mean, I've I've done journaling in the past, and it, it, you know, it, it can be helpful or not. Uh, but choose gratitude. So just be thankful for what you have, right? And I think there's and I because
2: some I th- people do need therapy, though. I mean, real talk. Yeah. Some people truly cannot just get over and get past what's going on in their life because of it being, you know, maybe overly traumatic or whatever the reason is. Some people do actually need therapy. And I know we talk about not liking therapy and not being a fan of it. But the reality is if you actually need it, you don't know, get the help because it's not something you may need to do for the rest of your life, but it could be a kickstart to fixing what's wrong in your life. And, you know, there, there's 23 small ways that you can make life simpler. And I like this. Because a lot of the things that are listed in this are stuff that I think we forget, you know, the first of which being just breathe.
3: Uh, so we take we take life one moment one breath at a time right just just take a just just take a deep breath and it
2: helps you to be more present uh, in your life for sure yeah and
3: that's one of those things that you want to do and so you know try to only do one thing at a time right so don't so not try to be you know try to be a multitasker Uh, yeah and write stuff down yeah exactly you know there's a reason there's a reason we have the the show script that we have now because it helps us to (laughs) to stay on track and everything and it
2: alleviates (laughs) some of the chaos even though we're known for our chaos
3: yes exactly um yeah, do all your food shopping once a week. Well, that boggles
2: my mind because I don't know a lot of people who, and I guess maybe it's a thing where like every day you're like, up, oh, I'm going to go to the store for what I need for the day. Why? Get it all done at once. Unless you have space constraints. Or time constraints, which I can't understand. Yeah, well, okay, well, it uh, doesn't okay, take that
5: long. Uh, yeah, live. so
3: okay, but even so, okay, and I would say space constraint is is a, is, is a BS because um, you can now. I am. I lived. I lived in a bedroom for three and a half months. And you also don't eat the way normal people eat. No, this is true. However, I was not going, I can, I can assure you that I was not trying to go to the store on a daily basis. Um, it, there, you know, I probably went more than, I probably went twice a week or something to go pick it, but I was, but I planned ahead and had stuff ready to, you know, to, to purchase or whatever. So it was not, but, but yes, I did, I did do a little bit of planning and knew that I had this, that or the other, but, um, yeah, but plan ahead. I mean, we go to Costco once a month, right? I mean, again, it's just because it's a pain in the butt to go there, but but there's yeah, there's a reason why we have a running
2: list. Yeah, there's so a
3: reason why we have a running lists, and so you know, try, you know, stop let you know, don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. You know, stop exactly. trying to do things perfectly. Just you know, get them done. Um, you know, and. Um, and certainly, you know, stop doing what you don't like doing anymore. And, and you know, and I, I think the, being honest with yourself and going, yeah, I don't enjoy this anymore. There's, you know, I mean, you know, it's everything from podcasts you don't really enjoy listening to to, um, yeah, just stuff that you've been doing in your life habitually that are like, yeah, I don't really enjoy this anymore. So, yeah, get you know, get rid of the stuff that's n- no longer serving you. And um, that's
2: part of being real yeah. and yeah. honest with yourself as well. Yeah. That's something that I noticed when... I lit a match to my own life yeah. was that I cut out a lot of the stuff that I used to do just simply because it didn't serve me yeah, exactly. In my life. It wasn't something that I liked doing or that brought me joy. I was maybe doing it because it was a means to an end or because I was trying to be what I thought my partner wanted me to be because nothing i did was working it didn't matter what i did nothing i did was right so i spent my entire time spinning around in a useless circle trying to figure out what one thing can i do that either interests my partner or will make my partner happy and at the end of the day not a damn thing i could have done would have made my partner happy would have repaired My relationship, et cetera, et cetera. So just be true to yourself and do what you love. And if you don't like doing it and you got, you know, you're not obligated to do it like a job or some shit like that, just, don't do it
3: yeah um but you know, yeah life
2: changes yeah and, and so do we yeah,
3: as ex- people exactly um yeah this is th- this is from years of traveling now pack your bag before you go to bed yeah that's that's a smart idea um throw out things you haven't used in one year well i didn't uh, yeah
2: if i did that i would not have a lot of the shit that i have in storage let's just be honest
3: exactly and and yeah i mean and, and i pretty much uh you know i had to be very circumspect when i when i moved across the country like yeah this is because i so i i, don't, I, I don't Got the stuff that I really wanted, um, you know. And in the rest of it, I was like, "Well, I'll leave it behind, right?" So, it, you know, that was probably one of the, you know, and say one of the benefits of what I did is I literally was able to 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 be, because of uh, how completely th- the the split occurred. I was like, "All right, well, I'm starting over from here, right?" And 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 it and it, and it really did. It was freeing in a sense. It was also a little bit scary because you got to buy everything again, right? Um, you know, and also you know, ask yourself simplifying questions every day. You know, what is there anything you can make do, do to make Make your life simpler and easier, right? You know, put things away, keep everything in place. Uh, cook more food than you'll eat, which I, which I guess is a. a we
2: do that accidentally sometimes, yeah. but it definitely facilitates yeah. you having something delicious to nosh on yeah. while I'm at work. Yeah,
3: write shorter emails, right? And this is yeah, because I can, and, and unfortunately, I spend a little bit too much time writing shorter emails. Um, but ask instead of guessing, right? In other words, that's don't, because
2: they, of the fact that you spend so much time obsessing over exactly the right words to say in that email.
3: Yeah. You know, ask, yeah, so use a minimalist workspace. I mean, yeah, I've been kind of, you know, minimalist for a while as far as my working, because I can work, because I have to be able to do that to work from anywhere. And it makes sense, you know, check everything just once a day. Yes. Well, the, except the evil email only gets really checked, um, you know, a couple times a week kind That's of thing.
2: because of the fact <laughs> that it has the potential to cause you stress.
3: It does. Yeah. I specific, you know, I made that decision very early on, like, yeah, I can't check, I cannot check this, uh, you know, with...
2: Was- driving you nuts.
3: Yes. So, can choose small daily acts of kindness, small things, right? The things that make somebody it could else It be
2: something as simple as holding a door open for someone, giving someone a smile.
3: Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, don't make ma- yeah, so stop trying to please everyone. Yeah, that, that you, you, yeah, don't That was huge mm, for yeah. me.
2: Yeah. I have struggled with that. Even honestly, even to current, I struggle with constantly trying to do things that I think will please you. And it's, it's interesting because I don't have to do any of that stuff.
3: Yeah. No, you don't, no. It's, but it's
2: but trauma response. It's, oh, of course it is. And I think for a lot of people it is.
3: Yeah, so, yeah, don't make mountains out of molehills either, right? And so, In other words, understand what something is, uh, but, you know, and, and spend some time planning out the week, right? And, and this is, I think this is, you know, again, so you know what needs to get, you know, so you review with yourself what needs to be done this week, right? And then I make sure... I think you
2: and I probably could benefit from doing a little yeah. bit of that.
3: Yes, this is true. That's um,
2: why I'm always talking about needing to set up yeah. structure and schedule. I work much better when I have a structure because yeah. I have the tendency to be very flighty.
3: Yes. Um, yeah. Um, so cancel unnecessary subscriptions or don't get them in the first place. I think, Yeah. Well, that's
2: a money thing too.
3: Yeah. And that reminds me, I probably, we, we're not using Brit bucks anymore. I should probably cancel that um, because we haven't, I don't think we've watched it in a while. Um, but uh, we
2: got it so that we could watch, watch Red Dwarf. Red and I just, Dwarf. I
3: never actually turned it back off. I think you, you watched, you were watching something else a while ago, but, um, but I think it's, we haven't watched it in a while. So that's probably something. It's not a lot of money, but it's one of those things. It's like, yeah, because those little things are draining right away. Well,
2: that's, want- that's the interesting thing because we don't want, we don't consume a lot of television. The most amount of television we consume is maybe if we're having dinner on a random night and we're like, hey, do you want to watch some mindless television? And then, we just watched like supermarket sweep so
3: yeah who cares yeah so right. yeah spend more time with the people that help you keep things sensible s- simple and spend less time with or move forward and away from the people that drag you down into overcomplicating everything and creating unnecessary drama
2: i left that in there specifically because of the fact that we've talked extensively about distancing ourselves from people who create drama in our lives
3: yes I agree. Yes, and I think that's yeah, that and that is. it's been
2: really beneficial. Yeah. Between putting your own oxygen mask on, holding your boundaries, and not allowing extra drama in your life, it's amazing how much simpler your life can become.
3: Yeah. And you know, say, right say, no, say no more no often. More yeah. often. Yeah.
2: Exactly. That was a hard thing for me. You know, life feels overwhelming, and you might have to start saying no more often to other people and to yourself. You know, there are truly really times when you and i will be talking about something and we'll i'm i'm tr- it was most recently that we were having a conversation about something yeah. and it involved something financial and i said no we 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 do not actually need to do this yeah. this does not financially behoove us it is not something of necessity so we shouldn't do it.
3: Yeah. No. So and I agree with that. Yeah, and when, and also put a limit on digital di- on, on digital distractions of which yeah. well, we've been we've been
2: ranting about that continuously. I yeah. mean when you think about for all of you dude and dudettes named Bernadette and, and, and uh you know all that stuff, your your dude named Ben, how tired are you at the end of the day after staring at that computer screen tirelessly? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And even if you're not, you know, a dude or dudette, If you're on your phone or on your computer all day long, by the time you get done with your day, your eyes are tired, they just want to close. Just tune it out, turn it off. Yeah. Truly, it will help.
3: Exactly. Now, um, all right. I think we. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the next story and move it to the leftovers because I think we've. We've. We have uh, definitely. Uh, we've. 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 we've yeah. We've. We've got a bit. We. We. We got. We got into some of this stuff a little bit more than I thought. When you know the beautiful. That th-
2: seems to happen. You yeah. know, you drop a quarter and a.
3: Not Phoenix it, anymore. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so what we're gonna do now is I'm gonna I'm gonna first of all before I before I finish or before I start this, I'm gonna make sure that I put this in the right place in our in our um, in our thing here. But we're gonna play. This is now. This is the other thing. We we got we uh, so because of some of the stuff that's gone on. I'm not sure exactly. We're we I'm trying to make sure that I can still play all this stuff. I want to do it from here for reasons. But we're gonna we're gonna do a little uh, cavalcade of stupidity with uh, yeah, the. Get,
2: and don't forget, get your
1: Heidi <laughs> ho, pedal heads, and welcome to the Rev Cybertruckers' Cavalcade of Stupidity. This morning, I was reminded that getting old sucks. And I'm pretty sure that comedy rap artist Devo Spice would agree with me. Devo Spice, whose real name is the decidedly non-street credible Tom Rockwell, is a founding member of thepump.com and has been putting out albums since 1991. From the 2008 album Fatal Error, this is Devo Spice. Getting old sucks.
0: It really sucks to get old, so I was told when I was growing up. And now I'm watching it unfold as I'm showing up for work where I have a broken chair and some carpal tunnel syndrome from too much solitaire. I remember a time not long ago when my hair was growing thicker on my head than in my nose, and my toes didn't have any hair. A weird dance. Now I'm popping roll aids from a Pez dispenser. Everything hurts or makes a funny noise, and now I have to paint for all of my own toys. And I avoid any physical exertion. I'm amazed at the simplest task and be sore for days. I'm Prospects for walking get a little bit bleaker As my butt gets larger and my knees get weaker And I hate to admit it, but it's true I pulled a muscle in my back while I was tying my shoe Damn, it sucks to get old Huh? Damn, it sucks to get old Say what? Damn, it sucks to get old Huh? Damn, it sucks to get old,
6: huh? Damn, to get old. What? Ah, I have no idea what he's saying I can't I understand him one bit And you? No, I can't, can't stand him <laughs> You know
0: you're getting older. things will never be the same The day a little kid beats you in a video game How they remember the moves and the combos and quirks I'll never know, but hey, I remember the snorks When I was a kid, we didn't have the internet Which of course made porn a lot harder to get And our cars didn't have GPS We had a mess of a map that you couldn't hold for crap I used to stay out late on a date, get drunk as a skunk, stumble home, get off the feel great. Now, I'm home by 8 to watch MacGyver, and the only thing I'm drinking is for supplemental fiber. Back then, I would pretend I was Captain Kirk. Now I have a desk and I pretend to work. I don't wanna be a kid again or even 24 again, but it would be nice if I could get up off the floor again. Damn, it sucks to get old. Uh-huh. Damn, it sucks to get old. Yeah. Damn, it sucks to get old. Uh-huh. Damn,
3: it sucks to get old. Yeah, it does suck getting old. Yeah, and I, I, I will be, I will be getting old here. Uh, yeah, I mean, I get a few. It'll be a few weeks of uh, uh, before I end up getting to. Um, To that whole, to that whole, uh, yeah, the getting getting old thing. Yes, it's it's it's, yeah, it is part of aging. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the fact that, and I've been making the jokes about new mute buttons, right? Well, yeah, actually, it's a whole lot more than just new mute buttons. It's actually, um, yeah, a new streaming computer and such too. So, um, there are a couple things going on here. So, you know, we we, Chris, we joke about mute buttons, but I I actually, uh, but uh, we also there's a computer here that uh, that that runs the stream, right? So during the during the show it is streaming us live. Uh and and then there's all but it uh during the off hours it will sit and play music. Now I was having I was running this on a Windows machine for for a while, and uh, it finally start the Windows machine finally about once a week that the the entire Windows interface would just kind of like stop working so that like something crashes in the system, and basically the only way to get the computer back was to is to do a hard reboot because it would not it would it would it would, it would kind of continue to play music and do things but if I needed to switch contexts and stuff yeah good luck with that so now I did um, I, I've got some old computers around here a lot of them laptops and in fact i've got another i've got a, a, the, the laptop i'm now using was originally used to stream uh the the you know the podcast way back when now except i did not want it to be on windows uh i actually reformatted it, it uh, to linux and i'm now using linux as our as our streaming computer here and it's got and i had to
2: it's working so much better
3: yes it is working so much better because yeah i'm actually able to there, there there's a um now in order to make all of this stuff work i had to i had, the only thing i really had to figure out was configuring what what, what they call a sync interface and in so the idea is that a bunch of outputs basically go into like one input it's a, and it's a it's an audio device that doesn't really exist it's a, just a, it's but it, but in order for but to do what it needs to do i i need to be able to um I need to be able to uh, you know have have uh, multiple things potentially go into it. Now, what I also did um, is, and, and now the the other part of this, of course, is so when now when it's live, what happens? I've got an external audio device that uh, it's a Focusrite scarlet that I use, uh, it, it, and uh, it it plugs into a roadcaster, right? And the Rodecaster and, so and the roadcaster plugs back into it, and so that's and so that's what happens is is that it kind of loops through the computer, goes through the roadcaster so we can hear it, and it goes back out, uh, and then and then goes out through a device that then goes to the stream now the the nice Magic. Thing, yeah it's all magical stuff now the nice thing is I can now go in and different in the different uh, because of the way that audio works on Linux it actually is a little bit easier because I can go in and say hey um, th- for this application use this audio device and so and I can do it on the fly so for example when 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 I'm when we're de- ending our broadcast day I'll switch it from the scarlet to the to the null interface or the the null output basically so it'll just take what it what is what is playing from the stream and' oh, by by the way, the the. Um because, uh, but uses, uh, or, you know, there, there or in, in, but on Linux, you can use your, the, it'll actually pull the metadata from your, from your, um, from whatever, from some of the couple of the applications that are used to play audio. So now I've, so the metadata is actually getting updated with the current song when we're off at, when we're off hours, right. And we're not playing things off of YouTube music, which is typically what we do. Um, that's all done through a, um, it, it's all done through, um, a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, you know, or it, it's all done through a the, the base basically i've got the audio f- player up and it's and it's playing it just go- cycles through all the, the, the at random the, the the stuff that i had now i had to i had to de- move all the you know i had to move some mp3s over so that so that that would work but but the the long and the short of it is that and then and then we also uh, Last week, at the end of last week, I decided I would add, order a a Rodecaster uh, Pro two, Procaster Pro two, I think is what it is. So this is the second edition of the Roadcaster, that you know the one that Adams got with uh, you know the the God mode and all that stuff. We're not necessarily going to use that. Oh but- yes,
2: we are. Oh, we so are. Well, you know, at some point, at some we point are. we
3: will. But so, so there was a little bit of work involved in getting this all hooked up because the Rodecaster Pro Two has got some different. First of all, it actually has less ports available on the back, so we had to I had to figure out how to hook up some things a little bit differently. And so now, and so I had to. Buy I like some.
2: it because it's going to give me extra yeah. drops that I can use because yeah. I have buttons I can yes <laughs> cycle and, through, and screens. you can
3: actually see on the screen what the clips are. You know. So, which is which is helpful, yeah, right? Yeah, if
2: I could read the small ass fine print.
3: Yes, I know the small ass fine print. Yeah, but the, but so do you the,
2: forget? I'm old. Uh, I can't see shit.
3: Yeah. So, but anyway, we've right. uh, but yeah. So, bottom line is we, and, and you know, of course, the, also the joke is is that uh, you know, hopefully there'll be less mute button issues because we've also raised the 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 you know the roadcaster and all this other stuff. There's and a, it's
2: a smaller. Actual unit.
3: Yes, it is. It's, a, it's which a, is interesting. It, yes, it's a smaller unit, but it is. Uh, it does. It's it, real fancy. It's real fancy. It. It's real fancy. Yeah, it's gonna. I have a question though. No, what?
2: How come you haven't taken the plastic off the screen?
3: Because I've I haven't had time. I don't know. I've, I've barely... Oh
2: my god! Look! Wow! <laughs> that took so fucking long. Y- y- you know, I mean,
3: it, breaking just, the balls. Just breaking the balls. Yeah,
6: just remember. Whatever misfortune may be your lot, it could only be worse in Milwaukee.
3: This is true. This is true. So, um, okay, so let's talk about the fact, so we've talked about the mute buttons, um, and uh, I'd love to, uh, you know what, uh, so uh, how are you feeling with this uh, Delta 9 product?
2: It ain't done a damn thing for me. I'm hella disappointed.
3: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's only, uh, I don't know that I would buy it again, because it's.
2: No, I'm not, I'm not in love with it. I'm not going to lie. For what we spent on, what was it, a six pack of this shit?
3: It's an eight pack, but yeah, same, same difference. Okay.
2: Irrelevant to the fact though, it's literally $5 a can. If you break down an eight pack into how much this costs.
3: Yes, exactly. So I'm
2: very disappointed. I'm so tired of this lame half-ass claims about, oh, it's this and it's that. And it elevates. It doesn't elevate shit. It raises yeah. your... Oh, yeah, it does elevate something. Your fucking blood sugar.
3: Yeah, exactly. Which, yeah, so... Um, but, yeah, that, so... It, honestly, like, you know, I think Bemrose has it uh, has it correct. If I can hit the button. Bemrose needs more liquor. Yeah. That's right. If you're just gonna... Yeah, th- this definitely needs more liquor or something, right? but It, it
2: needs something. Now, we, we need to stop now, with the arbitrary .3 yeah.
3: fucking... Well, yeah, which it would, yeah, it's completely arbitrary. Now, yeah, now my, my tolerance is a little bit lower... Than than yours, and so I it, it, it. Yeah, but here's the thing:
2: I have not consumed anything today other than food.
3: I haven't even. I, I think
2: we ate. Didn't no? We had coffee. No, we, we've not we, actually. No, we uh,
3: no food, we ate. We? No, we did eat. Remember, because you made.
2: No, I don't remember shit. Oh yeah, you
3: now made you made deviled eggs. I did. With
2: but they were tuna deviled they eggs. Were tuna deviled eggs. They,
3: they were tuna deviled eggs. They were very good. They,
2: they were they were really naughty.
3: Yeah, they were really they naughty. It. So that's right. Yeah.
2: So yeah. Ultimately, all I've ate has been those eggs that I made <laughs> yeah. and some coffee. That's right. I have not consumed any THC or anything else. Yeah. I refrained from waking and baking because I had said we were going to do a fair product analysis on this seltzer that we featured last week in the story of how there's this bar in Nashville that mm-hmm. is serving it and yada, yada, yada. It's an alternative yeah, to alcohol. The, I, I, no, the, not really. Not if it doesn't do anything. I don't find that to be an alternative. I'd, I'd ra- If I'm going to suck down that kind of sugar that I'm consuming, because I've killed, what, this is the third can?
3: Yeah, exactly. I,
2: I'd rather pour myself up a big-ass, fat cherry Coke and Jack. At least that's going to give me a buzz and make me feel
3: yeah exactly whatever yeah because i mean even the effect i'm having here is just very mild right it's like okay yeah i I feel a little bit of a buzz but it's not it's nothing that's gonna
2: now their gummies
3: yeah Yeah, those
2: were pretty decent yeah the
3: gummies were pretty decent and the sour
2: patch kids we got
3: last night at the um, yeah at our place at at our place in cookville yeah oh yeah those were those were phenomenal yeah i gotta agree with that so okay so You have a couple of stories here in the tales from rideshare category, Um, so I'd so uh, I do. Yes, so let's start with um, the writer that signed with Sony.
2: So, this girl apparently, the band is the same as her last name, although I don't immediately remember it. And she was telling me that she had just signed with Sony and that she had like a three million dollar contract, which is interesting. And then she was telling me kind of the dark side of how it works, with they don't actually give you three million dollars. It's kind of like a loan in a way. And oh yeah. They give you the choice whether you want a bus or whether you want to travel by van. Of yeah. course, everybody picks the buses because previous buses are gorgeous, and yeah. it's you know a house on wheels ultimately. The problem of which is, yeah, they're pretty fucking expensive. Yeah. And that's coming out of that three mil easily.
3: Exactly. Not to mention the fact that, yeah, I mean, yeah, there and then most of the people that are in the, uh, the entertainment industry like that, yes, there's, you know, very few people are actually making money. Most of them are, you know. Pretty uh, much, yeah. Yeah. So, um, it is interesting, but yes, and the, yeah, record contracts are a thing. And actually, this is the, you know, there's one, there, there's a one thing. If you know, I know you don't like Atlantis Morissette right? But or most of her stuff. But she actually, she was she was very adamant with her first album in, in the way that she negotiated. And, and and you know, they're like, okay, we'll do this, you know, because she said, I, I the only thing I want is you know, I, I want a royalty for each album sold. I don't I don't want any of this other stuff. Just give me you know like a dollar or something per right. And they and actually she made and she made money you know right. whereas you know most musicians in her place would not have made money so um yeah yeah so woman. so she so she's smart yeah she, we can argue about whether her music's any good but 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 the fact is she knows how to deal with the music industry and and there's and that's the exception rather than the rule so that's true yeah um now you i, I don't know what the sniper spook was about that you have a,
2: oh i do okay <laughs> okay so And I hope that he's listening, because he knows who he is, because we talked. So, met a very interesting gentleman who was a member of our armed forces, and he happened to be a sniper. That was his MOS when he went in. Now, after doing so for a while, he actually became a spook. And uh, got into intelligence and interrogation, which I think is very interesting. Now, here's what makes this story funny. And I, you know how, you know, mistakes, you lean into them. This this is a a gentleman who is of color. He is, you know, he is African-American. Lovely man, by the way. And so not thinking about it until it almost came out of my mouth. Of course, we all know the racial term that I'm speaking of here. And I was starting to say, oh, so you're a spook, not thinking about the fucking term like no. And I stopped myself, thankfully, but I leaned into it and I had told him, I said, you know, I almost said this. Let me explain the premise behind it. And he he got a chuckle out of it. And we actually ended up having a conversation about how he was not aware of certain uh, slurs, if you will in reference to certain things until he had moved to another place. So we had a really interesting conversation about that because I'm like, you have to understand this is not a racial term in, in the context that we use it. It's used to refer to people who work for three letter agencies and are, you know, government people. It has nothing to do with race, has nothing to do with gender. You're just, you know, if, if you're, if you're in a three-letter organization there, you know, you're a spook.
3: Yeah, exactly. Spot the spook. Spot, a spot the, the spook. spook. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Everybody.
2: So, you know, we, we leaned into it, basically. It was a great conversation. And I had given him my card, you know, because we had cards made up for the show and everything. And he had said that he and his wife, who's a surgeon, hey, 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 good for her, um... That they would, they would be listening. So, shout out to the sniper spook, as I referred to him. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, he works for the three-letter agencies. He's an interrogator, which is pretty awesome.
3: Yeah, exactly. But,
2: you know, kudos to them. I hope they're able to uh, get a place, because uh, they were looking at, you know, getting out of renting. Because who the fuck wants to rent? It's just too expensive,
3: yeah, I didn't know that spook was a racial slur either, but, you know, I guess it's...
2: You did not know that. No, I didn't. Yes. Sadly, that is, uh, when it comes to people of color, that is actually a racial slur. Well, Which did. is why, like I said, before it got past my lips, I had stopped my brain. Yeah. Because it was not at all meant to be racial. But if he had realized yeah. that that was, like, before yeah. I brought it to light... Right. And I had said that, like, that could have gotten my ass in a lot of trouble when I wasn't even being that person. Yeah,
3: exactly. Because so, I
2: wouldn't be that person. I yeah. don't see people as colors. I don't see people as genders. I see people as people. I've said it a million times. If you're a good person, you're a good person. Don't give a fuck what your gender is, what your color is, whatever. If you're an asshole, you're an asshole. Same thing.
3: Yeah. Exact- Not
2: judging. I, I I hate everyone equally.
3: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, here, here you're all equally worthless. Is so, that is right? So, um, okay, so, um, so you're gonna, t- so you're gonna talk about the fact that uh, that Metro Nashville is uh, doing. Uh, you
2: guys have to love this. Now, I'm not gonna say where I heard about this, but I will tell you that I had a rider recently <coughs> who has a neighbor who happens to work for Mash- uh, Nashville Metro PD, and we'll just say that. If this person happened to partake of the good herb, he'd have a lifetime supply because PD got bricks of this shit. What? Yes. And this guy's neighbor who works for PD is like always being like, hey, you need some? I know your buddy smokes, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I fucking knew that the shit. That fucking PD was confiscating was not making it into evidence. Like a bull fucking shit. You're not having a big fucking Chiba bonfire motherfucker. You're taking that shit home. You're cutting it. You're fucking putting it in bags. You're giving it away. Fuck you, Nashville PD. Where's my cut?
3: Y- yeah, exactly. I'm sure. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. Um, yeah, because you know, they I, 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 ah, can't hit the button. You suck. Smoke weed every day. Yeah. They must. They must.
2: I mean, serious. And honestly, if you're confiscating bricks, you know that's got to be some good shit. That ain't no fucking Mexican brick weed from back in the fucking day that was nasty AF. This some quality, cheap coming out of fucking, you know, maybe it's coming out of Mexico. It's probably coming out of Colombia and, and other places. Like, you know, this is some good shit. So they they need to be sharing. Like, just legalize it. Cut the shit.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Well... You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man.
2: It right. is my opinion. And yeah. it's also the opinion of Sir Bremrose that people are idiots.
6: Yes,
3: yeah, so and I, I agree with him on that. Now and in that's fact why? okay, so alright, so in our toast and jazz okay so today we decided to uh, to have for our uh, for our um our refire topic the, the, the subject of chat gpt and i think the reason why we decided to talk about it is because it's been something that has uh, well it's, it's just getting a lot of press it's getting a lot of press and, and good it, and it, bad and it's also affecting what i have to do for my day job so there's yeah, it's, uh, so, it's
2: literally crossed that line where yeah. it's entered into our personal lives which then makes it of interest yeah
3: that's right so all right so I'm gonna read a little bit about so I'm gonna just I've got I gotta pull an article from the, from uh, the the tripwire state of security blog to talk about that that it, it, it's talking about how chat GPT is changing our world now I just I just want to get a definition of what it is the GPT in chat GPT stands for generative pre-trained transformer it is a state-of-the-art natural language processing model developed by OpenAI. AI, based on a deep learning architecture called the Transformer, introduced by researchers at Google in 2017. At a high level, ChatGPT works by taking in a sequence of words as input and predicting the following word in the sequence based on the context of the previous words. This is done using a technique called auto regression, where the model generates one word at a time and feeds it back into the model to generate the next word. To train ChatGPT, OpenAI has used a technique called unsupervised learning, where the model was trained on a massive amount of text data from the internet. This allows the model to learn patterns and relationships between words and phrases, which can then use then use to generate coherent and natural-sounding text. Well, oh, good lord. I mean, that... So, all right, so people... And it's
2: interesting, too, because I experienced this when i had to write my english paper i think i spoke about the fact that there was a blurb in that like the the teacher had put in basically rules against plagiarism and this and the other thing and i'm pretty sure where within was included the fact of chat gpt writing a paper and i actually had a writer whose boyfriend is an instructor somewhere, I can't remember exactly where, who actually had a student who had used Chat GPT to write their paper, and it was blatantly obvious that this was written by AI. Yeah. The Cadence and even some in... what's the word? Like, the fucking thing was wrong. I mean, ultimately, the it, it was incorrect information that the chat GPT had provided for this paper. And I mean, you're, you're risking taking a low grade, if not worse for plagiarism. Why would you ever do that?
3: And I mean, I personally, I hate chat GPT. Yeah, well, it's, um, yeah. And I, 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 I I understand that. So I I look at this chat GPT right now. it, It has some uses. I'm not going to lie about that. Um, however, it's not nearly as smart as everybody thinks it is, and it's exactly. getting, it's getting marketed as, as as this great thing when it's really not that much different than what than what's been going on before, and you know, and from talking with some of the, some of the folks in the day job, that the the folks in R and D, right, they're. You know they look at all of this, and you know they're trying to find the okay. What is this really going to be useful for? Uh, you know, in, in terms of cybersecurity, and and even and even just as as a company where we can maybe leverage it. But but the reality is is that 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 it, it's uh, you. In order for ChatGPT to be successful, you've got to give it you've got to give it some uh, some work. You know, you got to give it some boundary conditions. You can't. It's not. It's not going to. It's not going to be Terminator anytime soon. But it's
2: again, it's only as smart as the person inputting the data.
3: Well, which we're talking about random people on the internet how smart can it be right so um now here the studies suggest and this is this is an article from tech dirt that that i got and i need to i need to put this in our in our for some reason the actual article uh, articles not in the show notes here but the so there's a report from goldman sachs that predicting massive growth in gdp from ai but also also that 300 million jobs might be automated away it might also change how those jobs are done saying that in many cases it will complement jobs rather than substitute for it now and a few earlier studies seem to suggest that possibility now the study looked at the customer service department of a big software company and found that ChatGPT made workers much more productive more interesting most of those gains came from the less skilled workers while the more skilled workers showed only marginal improvement Put in other words, AI narrowed the productivity gap between lower skilled workers and workers with more skills. Now,
2: so instead of getting better training, let's just put a computer in the hands because they're too stupid. Again, idiocracy. All you got to do is push a button.
3: Yeah. And so, yeah, the, I, I, yeah, it, it's like, in, in my guess, you know, I would say, you know, at some point, like all the smart people will go work somewhere else, right. When they realize that, you know, how dumb the job is and they're like, yeah, okay. So they're so you've, you know, so, you know, congratulations. Yeah. And, and then, you know, they eventually they're going to do it with the humans cause uh, you know, the humans are the, the humans are, you know, or eater are eaters. Uh,
2: okay. I just want to, I, I want to point this out. This is a conversation that Tigger and I had behind the mic about, fully automated trucks for hauling cargo. I am heavily opposed to these trucks and, and basically fully autonomous vehicles in, in general, because I really feel, and, and I think that chat GPT is a very good example of this. Anything that is AI, anything that is automated can be hacked and, and, Phone Boy and I recently watched the movie Hackers, which I enjoyed. He was offended by it because of the inaccuracies in it. But the premise is such that this tech genius decides to get greedy and he is hacking his own fucking mainframe to capsize tankers. And I think about that and I go, yeah, fully autonomous trucks Whose software gets hacked, and the company is ransomed to regain control of their autonomous trucks before the hackers drive them into bridge abutments, schools you name it. And autonomous cars, the same thing. Anything that is electronic, anything that is AI, that is hooked up to a network, a satellite, etc., can be hacked. I'll say it again for those in the back if it's on. A connection, it can be hacked, and I do not think that our country is heading in the right direction when we are depending upon artificial intelligence. Which I assure you, at some point, we are definitely going to see it adapt and become self sufficient. Where you know, I know you'll laugh when I say this, but. You know, mix a little iRobot and Short Circuit together and you've got the future, the way things are trending. And I, for one, am petrified to think that I could be on the road with other vehicles that don't have a, a human being, albeit they stupid, let's just admit Not all human beings are dumb enough to put their own life on the line for malicious purposes unless they're like, you know, a suicide bomber or something. I would much rather take my chances with the fucking idiots in Nashville that are human rather than an AI driven vehicle of any type.
3: Yeah, I I agree with that. Um yeah, and, and I think, and, and it's and that's, and yeah, and I think it's going to be a long way before I think these guys are actually, um, you know, are actually going to be, uh, uh, you know, worthwhile, um, you know, or, or, or do anything that's going to be, you know, hopefully, too that dangerous. But yeah, unfortunately, but it
2: doesn't matter if it happens in the next five years or fifty years. Ultimately, <sighs> we are potentially looking at the end of human civilization with this trending the way that it is, because, like I said. You know, Going back to the whole hacking the system and crashing these autonomous vehicles, instead of hackers going for big fish now, millions of dollars of ransom, you literally can ransom multiple companies for smaller amounts. The end result is still the same. You're still making the massive amount of money that you're trying to make, but you're not... But you have a much wider net of choices.
3: Yeah, in no, that, yeah, in no that ki-
2: sense. Think about how many trucking companies you have in. in you, even just in the U.S. I won't even say the world, because I, I, I know, okay, the shit's worldwide, but think about it. You have so many companies in the U.S., and if they all are. Of a certain size and go to fully autonomous trucks, it's not going to take long before it starts popping like the buds in spring where these companies are getting ransomed because they've encrypted, they, you know, they've, they've infiltrated and encrypted and then they're going to crash these fucking trucks and, and cause, especially hazmat carriers.
3: Yeah, exactly yeah it's 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 yeah it's amazing I'm having to reboot my computer I, right I
2: understand here. yes it uh, just really it scares the hell out of me and it should scare the hell out of everybody else that this is the trend that we are seeing yeah I think this is I think this is a thing you know I, I'd, I'd like to put this in what I'm calling the purple book yeah in within 10 years if we go fully autonomous in our lifetime, I foresee there being a major a major problem. And I know everybody jokes about, you know, there'll be a big EMP and it'll wipe everything out and we won't have to worry about it. I'm not taking that off the table either. But
3: Yeah. You know. Well, just just remember the dude's name Ben are ultimately gonna save us all. Well, you
2: know, I'm 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 trying to become one of those quote unquote. Dudettes.
3: Yeah, du- yeah, dudes named Bernadette. Yeah, yeah. So we, 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 we understand all of this. Yeah, so-
2: and that's, I, I think, because I spent so much time in the transportation industry, that I foresee there being a market created by the way things are trending. And that is a niche that I think I could fit securely into with the knowledge that I have. I mean, I'm already foreseeing the problem before we even have the, the vessel,
3: Oh yeah. And I think it's in, in, in yeah, I mean, I, I, kind of did this back i remember uh, when i when i worked for nokia um this is this was this is in the 2000s and and i could see what these phones were doing and i'm like there's gonna be a need for cybersecurity on this now i didn't I, and you know, fortunately i worked where you know i, I did and i knew what the, the phone capabilities were at that time i'm like well you can't really do anything on the comp- on the phone itself but you can do it in the network maybe um yeah and so and and it turns out yeah that wasn't too far off i mean you know we could there's there's software that runs on phones that's trying to helps to try to keep you safe because you know, our entire lives are on these phones right um and and of course people in there and they're you know they're they're a a target for uh for potentially being hacked especially if you're an interesting person that uh that, that somebody really wants to i understanding just how vulnerable everything is i think there's a yeah there's these phones are you know become critical we that's the reason the phones themselves are being hardened to do certain things i was actually reading i was actually reading a um, an, an an article about uh, about the fact that they're like on Android phones, they're able to brute force the fingerprint sensor, right? There's a, and this yeah. is because you know, we talk about biometrics as this thing. Well, you know, it, where, you know, biometrics is something you are, and guess what? You can't change what you are um, without uh, you know, the, it, you know if, they, if that gets compromised in some way. Yeah, good luck. And, and this you know this attack actually showed exactly you know that kind. Of, they were they were able to create something that could basically brute force the you know using a you know using some that makes it look like a fingerprint when right. it's not really a fingerprint, but uh, it, it's still it, it's it's a it's a it's a, thi- it's a thing. I mean, it, it's just kind of amazing to me, um, you know, just just how much uh, they they're able to get at. The, I don't know. It, it's it's just it. Blo- well, it's
2: one of the reasons why we speak out against the you know the ring doorbells and those things where. Yeah. I mean, even even a laptop. Let's just be honest, okay? Yep. I mean. Yes, it's a little bit of Hollywood, but I'm pretty damn sure that it's also reality that someone can hack into your uh, laptop and what laptop doesn't have a camera anymore? You know, they can spy on you to know when you're not home. And if you've got one of those smart homes where you have the digital lock and this and the other thing, I mean, that's just asking for your entire life to be wiped out because someone hacks your system And knows when you're home and when you're not home. You know, they've got your ID. They've got your
3: vital
2: information, like, you know, social security number, maybe credit card numbers. I mean, let's just think about it. Okay, for a second. Let's say that how many of us are at home and you have to make a phone call to your credit card company over in that country where people don't exactly speak your language. And you have to give your credit card number. You have to give, you know, your full name. I mean, basic... Important information that if you have someone who you unknowingly are standing by your laptop and your laptop is open, you know, they're they're spying on you through the camera. They can hear through the microphone what, uh, you know, the microphone's picking up what you're saying and, and they're able to be tapped into it because they've hacked your laptop. Well, that's an easy identity theft.
3: Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's scary what's, what's out there here. And yeah.
2: even your phone. Yeah. Fuck a laptop. Yeah. Your phone has yeah. a camera on it. Yeah. How many times has, now this has happened to me, how many times has your phone accidentally taken a picture of you? Yeah. Or, yeah. or you're going through your camera roll going, I didn't take that picture of me.
3: Yeah, exactly. I
2: mean, seriously, it sounds like some kind of spy thriller movie, but it's the reality we're living in. Yes. Is that our phones are always listening. And if you don't believe that, talk to somebody about something obscure and then go into your Google search, arguably, and start typing in the first letters of what you had been talking about. It's going to auto fill it in.
3: Yes, it will. Yeah.
2: At any moment in time, you know, hey, Siri, hey, Alexa. It's like uh, I I heard Darren O. and uh, Sir Bemrose talking about uh, 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 a comic strip blogger was pissed because they had said, like, hey, Alexa, sell off all my crypto or some shit like that. And it fucking I don't know. It was something loosely like that. I'm sure he'll weigh in and and tell me what it actually was. But he was talking about it on GOB. That CSB was totally pissed. Because they were fucking around doing that shit. And and I think it actually like activated uh, the Alexa to do that shit, which, yeah, there should be a failsafe, I believe, is what they were uh, talking about, that there should have to be more than just, hey, Alexa, sell off all my crypto and she fucking wipes your wallet out. There should be a failsafe. Did you mean to do this? You know, yada, yada, yada. And I, I was driving, thinking like, yeah. Seriously, that is so nefarious that your electronics are listening at all times. That should, and and you never know. How many times you got your Apple Watch on and you'll be talking and here fucking comes Siri. I'm sorry, I can't do that. Or some other bullshit, like, Bitch, I did not activate you.
3: Yeah, no shit. And that happens all the time. Uh, however, I think we should activate our, our, our callers here. We we have we do have some callers. We should. Yes. Uh, I, I yeah, y'all. I, I just I want to point out that I rebooted our computer during not the not the stream computer, but the computer that I'm sitting in front of. That's got our show notes and that kind of thing. It's I've, I've, I was I don't know what happened with the browser. It just kind of went nuts. But, um, but tech being a dick. Yeah. What else it's is really new? However, um, I am we serious. Ha- and don't call me Shirley. And, and we so we have voicemails. And um, and so Let's we're we're gonna play some voicemails. We don't um we uh we're gonna start with uh this one right here, which I think is uh um, a good one. But uh you 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 guys can weigh in on chat GPT yourself by calling two five three two three seven three three two one. And we wanna hear it. Yeah, like this caller did.
1: Uh AI. I mean, it's clearly gonna take over the world, you know, Terminator and whatnot. Uh, yeah, uh, kind of indifferent to it. I mean, I have not used it period whatsoever. Um, not like against it or nothing, just haven't done it. Um, but yeah, and it seems like stuff where there's a lot of, I guess uses for uses for it stuff and whatnot. And then, uh, I mean, I've even seen stuff like doing copyright and, and whatnot. Let me just copy. This is, uh. There's this Ray Edwards podcast and, uh, he's like, does copywriting and whatnot. And, uh, then you hey, can kind of feed stuff in there and then you can massage it out to make it more of your own sort of deal. So yeah, research and stuff like that. And then it makes a, I guess, a better starting point or a starting point kind of deal. So then you can, um, you're already a little bit way, uh, all, all the way along and, uh, I know, like, my brother was playing around with it. We had a family dinner and, uh, or we do like a monthly family dinner. And, uh, a couple months ago, he, had, he put in like, oh, something, something like he put in ingredients or something that a few of us had and whatnot and spit out dinner. So I was like, oh, okay. Which I mean, you can do with other sites, but yeah, anyway. So you see the stuff where it's cool. I'm not like all freaked out about it, but, uh, yeah. And uh, I don't I think it's, like, the job killer that are, people are painting it not to be either, because even if jobs do change, like, that's that's jobs, you know? Not like the people who were making horse and buggy whips just, like, stopped working and period. Like, they moved on to something else. So, you know, it's just part of life. Stuff, You know, technology and whatnot. So, anywho. I'm sure you guys are having a fantabulous day. We're doing a date day, we'll say today, even though today's Friday, we'll say today since this will be planned Saturday. So, yeah. And I uh, still so got to kind of figure out what we're going to be doing, but uh, I have a couple of ideas, so got to narrow that down. So I right, well, I want to go make lunches for next week just to get it out of the way, get home and make stuff for work, you know next week anyway but it's a shorter week so all right i love you guys stay dangerous and uh i'm not sure if i just killed my phone but it feels like every time i go it you don't barely hear it on the vocal mails on the on the podcast
3: so anyway yeah all right yeah thank you sir christopher battles i think Vo- vocal vocal ma- vocal males M A L E S beautiful yes yeah, so that, that that is a potential show title right there so uh, yes and I, yeah I don't think it I, I, you know I actually so uh, so the day job we did a session uh, this this week uh, with one of our evangelists it was I actually it was and it was just me and him um, it, was, it was a great conversation that we had um, on, on 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 you know basically that you know Chat GPT and the threat landscape and and, and I think it's and, and you know and somebody asked the question during the during the session that said so should we should we uh, you know should we stop pursuing an IT career now that chat GPT is going to be taking over everything and Chris the answer to that is no because uh, first of all AI only AI still requires a lot of support so there's gonna be a lot of dudes named Ben doing stuff on the back end and, and when go. it goes
2: tits up it's gonna be the dude's named Ben that saved the world
3: that's right so uh, so yes you want to be on the other side of that so um, but okay I think we I think we have another uh, we have another voicemail believe we do. We have we have another do, and I think uh, I think we know who it, who it is. And so uh, let's play it. Chat GPT just needs to die in a fire. Everything
1: I have seen about it online has been bad,
2: very bad,
1: and I am enough of a conspiracy theorist uh, translation nut to honestly believe that it's going to try to take over? Somebody needs to kill it before it gets any bigger.
2: That's all I got to say. Bye. Thanks, Mama. Thanks, Mama T. Yes, cut off the head. Yes, I agree. Yeah, Chat GPT Uh, needs to die.
3: Yes, Uh, Check GPT actually was it was a potential show title. Okay, yeah. So we know
2: that may actually be the one. Check GPT, come on! Yes, exactly.
3: Yeah. Well, uh, you guys, I'm sure you guys can vote. uh, You know, on this, we have got one more voicemail, and uh, you still
2: can get them in though. Two five three two three seven three three two one. Tell us, like it, love it. Don't know what the fuck it is. Chat GPT.
6: Oh, Phoenix and Phone Boy, I just wanted to answer today's question. What are my thoughts on Chat GPT? Much to do over nothing. It may be good at coding. But other than that, just word salads bringing shit around. Thank you for your courage. Well, thank you, caller. Thank you
2: so much.
3: Uh, uh yeah, that's a number I don't recognize and a voice I don't recognize. So thank you, caller. Uh, however whoever that is. Uh, uh we appreciate it. Yeah, uh word salad. I mean that's another that would that's another good show title. We for say
2: us. word salad all the time.
3: Yeah, well a lot of But word, I like it. Yeah, we like word salad. Yeah. Word salad bringing shit around. Yeah, that's what it what it said in there. But uh
2: But I agree, you know, with that caller also that it's it's much ado about nothing and you know, again, it goes back to the fact that the dudes named Ben are the ones that are gonna save the world because Chat GPT will not it, it's a flash in the pan. It it's going to be like these electric cars that everybody's all in a kerfuffle about and they think it's the next best thing. But then when you really look deeper you realize that you're gonna run out of the ability to mine these you know, minerals in sandy places by small brown children. On top of the fact that you just spent, oh, I don't know, about eighty five thousand dollars on a rolling bomb that when you get into an accident is gonna burst into flames that they can't put out because that lithium ion battery it's so fucking dangerous.
3: Yes, and very much so. But so anyway, if you've heard all of this uh, and and you and you still have some thoughts that you want to get off your chest about chat gpt or any of the other previous topics we've had, call 253-237-3321 and we'll uh, you know, we'll we'll see what uh, google voice does to your transcription and, and maybe and we want to hear it. That we definitely want to hear about. It. So, now, i'm sure you're all going to want to hear uh, this this next clip right here, which is a new clip that we uh, that we uh, that we're going to open the higher consciousness segment with i take a drink and I might even smoke a little reef. You know, I, I like to smoke, reefer, you know, it relaxes me and
1: everything. A couple of doobies, you know, just to get you through the day and everything, but I do not free base
3: cocaine. Yeah. We do not free base cocaine here on the Lotus effect. That is for damn sure. Um, so no,
2: we're, we're high enough without any of that.
3: that. That's right. So, um, so apparently smoking pot is not linked with having COPD. Now
2: this is a good thing.
3: Yeah. So smoking marijuana is not associated with chronic obstructive pulmonary disease or COPD, according to a newly released study by UCLA. Um, in their concluding analysis, the researchers wrote, in a cohort of ever of, of ever tobacco smokers of, um, it looks like a, a greater than or equal to 20 pack years with an established COPD or at risk of developing COPD followed over an average of four more than four years, a history of current and or former smoking of marijuana of any cumulative lifetime amount was not found to be associated with a significantly de- 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 deleterious impact on progression of COPD. Among ever tobacco smokers, in the same cohort without COPD at enrollment, self-reported current and or former uh, 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 concoming marijuana smoking, including heavily marijuana smoking, was not found to be associated with an increased risk of subsequently developing COPD. However, in view of our study's limitations and of the previously published findings that conflict with our results, additional studies with larger sample size and longer duration of the follow-up that are specifically designed to evaluate the issue are needed to uh, needed for a better understanding of potential long-term effects of marijuana smoking in persons with or at risk of developing COPD. Now, that the-
2: is statistician garb. Yeah, th- I think I believe the to word say
3: is <coughs> bullshit.
2: Yep, when your results. Okay, let me. I'm going to dissect this because I actually know that is what they say when they can't support their hypothesis. When they receive a rejection of the hypothesis, they are obligated and therefore say, oh, we need to do more studies with a bigger sample and longer duration and blah, blah, blah.
3: Yeah, and oh, by the way, Weirdo, yes, yeah, I think you were responsible for this uh, this clip entering our lives, and we, we heard it. And yes,
2: this this Weirdo is 100%, I was wondering who it was, so thank you, Yeah, 100% responsible for that clip uh, yeah. coming into our lives, uh, yeah. and thank you so much for it, yeah. because we love that.
3: Yeah, we we we, we 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 cut it up a little bit to get exactly what we wanted there, because he didn't exactly say that in the clip, but at the same time, it was good enough, but yeah, I will not free base cocaine. Um,
2: it, it just... It totally fits in the shenanigans that we pull here on this show. So, what better way to introduce a segment than to talk about the fact that yeah, we drink a little bit, my smoke a little smit, but I do not freebase cocaine. Okay?
3: That's right. So, um, how and, and and yeah, the long-term respiratory effects of cannabis differ from traditional smoking. The researchers wrote, "Cannabis smoking does not appear to be carcinogenic." Now, which
2: is interesting because of the fact that in another story that we will highlight. They were talking about how it's just as dangerous as tobacco.
3: No, but it, well, okay. Well, are we talking about pure tobacco or are we talking about tobacco laced with sugar?
2: Oh, you mean blended American tobacco?
3: Yeah, that's right. So well, yeah, so, they don't
2: specify; they just lump it all in.
3: Yeah, so of course our shenanigans are cheeky and fun. But uh, okay, so now. We're going to talk about uh, Big Tobacco's war on cannabis ignites. Are pre-rolls and cones under attack? Now, this is just... You have got to hear this shit, folks. Okay, so the claims made by Big Tobacco against major cannabis companies and the celebrities behind them are often outrageous, if not laughable. In recent trademark lawsuits, a tobacco company claimed that pre-rolled cones, organic hemp papers, and more stables of the rolling paper industry amount to paraphernalia, like they don't fucking sell it themselves. The latest claim is that pre-rolled cones, organic hemp papers, and hemp gum are intended for use with pot, but not traditional rolling papers, which some tobacco companies sell.
2: No, I don't know anybody who's ever used a traditional rolling paper to roll up a J. Nope, nope, nope. They just don't do it. Not at all. You know, that's why there's a fucking comedy bit about the fact I smoke so much weed, the zigzag man has a tattoo of me on his arm.
3: That's right. So this this whole thing's bullshit. Oh, it's
2: it's such... Propaganda yeah, yeah, if you can, from the tobacco. Yeah, company. if you can't
3: beat them fairly, well, yeah, beat them with the legal system. I guess that's kind of the, 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 This is what happens, right? When you get regulatory capture. Big
2: tobacco and the sugar industry are two of the most.
3: They, and they're the, by the way, same fucking companies. Just so you know. Exactly. Yeah, and
2: and they are the ones who, anything that even comes close to challenging their nut, if you will, they attack it. Like a vicious piranha on bloody meat. It is despicable because they will go to any lengths, legal or otherwise, to do this shit.
3: Yes, they will. So, um, okay, I'm going to let you... And speaking of propaganda... uh, Oh, oh, please, please go on with this story here. Um, Oh, yes. Yes.
2: So they're claiming that teens using marijuana two to four times... Or I'm sorry... Teens that are using marijuana are two to four times more likely to develop mental health disorders. Well, let's just take and dissect this just a little bit. If you're a teenager and you're using marijuana, there's a really good possibility you already have mental health disorders. And so do your parents for letting it happen. But I'm not going to rage about that. So although cannabis use might seem harmless to many teenagers, it can trigger serious physical and mental health issues. Yeah, I'm pretty sure those issues already existed before you smoked the pot, ergo probably why you're smoking the pot. So teens who use marijuana recreationally are two to four times as likely to develop psychiatric disorders such as depression and suicidality than teens who don't use cannabis at all again, more than likely you're using the weed to try to get out of your own head and it's not working. And why? Why are the parents not... Look, I'm a parent. Unless it's for a medical reason and under supervision, I'm not allowing my kid to knowingly smoke pot. And and if you're engaged with your kids one, they probably don't have the mental health issues like depression and suicidality because their life's pretty fucking good. But unfortunately not all parents are like that. And your kids end up falling in with people who are going to provide them with marijuana to alleviate the mental stress that they're already under because you're a shitty parent.
3: Yeah. Well, and and yeah, although it's funny because, uh, yeah, I, I, for, <laughs> I first got introduced to marijuana by my parents uh, at, exactly. the age, at the age of five. Yeah. Um, I,
2: well, let, Let's establish this, uh, phone yeah. boy with all due respect. You had shitty parents. <laughs>
3: yeah. Let's yeah, no, no, no offense taken. Uh, but, uh, I mean, yeah, this is, yeah, I, I, people with poor boundaries. And I won't, and, and, and I, yeah, that's
2: probably a really good way to put it.
3: <laughs> yes. Um, but, uh, you know, it, 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 go ahead.
2: I, I was going to say, you know, the, they talk about how using cannabis casually increases a teen's risk for behavioral issues, including poor grades, truancy and trouble with the law. Again, these kids are probably coming from shitty homes. So they're going to go down that path anyway, with or without the weed. The weed just makes it a little more tolerable to be daddy's fucking punching bag.
3: Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying... Yeah, it's just it just blows me away. I mean, and then the, you know the, it's uh, you, you know oh you know while well, big tobacco companies have been vilified making teens well aware of the dangers of smoking cigarettes, right? The cannabis industry has yet to be denounced in the same way. Well, you know the, it's weird. Well, you know the, the 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 cannabis industry isn't allowed to do a lot of things, right? So like, why is it? You know they they haven't really gotten to hear the other side, and you know they're not. And you know the places that. Sell it, yeah. They're they're still not, you know. That's yeah. You have got to be twenty one to get this stuff in the places where it's legal. Hello, like I, I don't understand why, you know, how they get. A, they've 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 somehow got into a bunch of teenagers that sm- that are smoking marijuana, right? Okay, well, yeah, exactly. It was, it, how is this even a good idea? I mean, there's there's just so much, you know. Yeah, I love this. The risk of developing cannabis use disorder is also higher in people who use marijuana more often. Well, well no th- shit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, seriously, like, you know, th- there's just so much crap in this story. And 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 what, what was
2: they? It? E- they even put in here, you know. Oh, you know, we're born with the ability to roll our Rs, but if we don't roll our Rs over time, we lose the ability to do so. Really. I've been able to do so my whole fucking life. I know people who their whole fucking life haven't been able to do so. And I haven't done it in a really long time. But I'm pretty sure that I could still do it if I really wanted to. So fuck you and your bullshit story about how, oh, if you don't use it, you lose it. And, oh, you know, there's increased cannabis use can affect tolerance levels making teens who use cannabis less sensitive to THC, meaning more THC is needed to feel the same effects.
3: Duh. Yeah. Well, no. It's not
2: just teens that go through that. Let's just say that. Yeah.
3: Or I love this. Well, some experts say that nicotine is the most addictive substance available right now. (coughs) Bullshit. Bullshit. Right. Uh, Halpern Fisher said that when it comes to brain development, lung health, and heart health, there's not much difference between cannabis and nicotine. Well, okay. Let's just let's just uh, you know let's let's remind everybody that your that your nicotine is most likely laced with sugar if it's an American you you know blended cigarette, right? Yeah, that. So guess what? They're using an even more addictive substance to addict you to something that's not very good for you. And in fact, I would, you know, it's interesting. You know, the, the you know, because again, we, we t- you know, what you're actually smoking matters. It's not that the, you know the tobacco itself is maybe not so bad. It's everything else that comes along with it that's terrible for you. Yeah,
2: right? and it's, it's interesting that they say that oh, cannabis today is much stronger than in past decades because modern cannabis plants contain high amounts of THC. Again, no shit. Yes. I mean, this This is such a bullshit piece that it's unbelievable. Oh, when a product like cannabis is legalized for teenagers and young adults, the message is it must be okay. It must be safe. Really? Cigarettes, anyone. Alcohol, anyone. Are you yeah. fucking kidding me right now?
3: Yeah. So is there more? Do, do we have more to say about this? I mean, this... this no, I'm, uh,
2: I've just truly raged about it enough. Yeah. I, and... Okay, so there is one other thing about this. So, the research shows that parents are the number one influence on teen behavior. Yeah, like TikTok and social media, YouTube, etc. has no influence whatsoever. Anyways, having conversations about cannabis with teens early on and often can help prevent youth cannabis use. Right. Bullshit. Bullshit. The first person I want to talk to about smoking a J is my mom. You know, yeah. because she's going to be so supportive of that.
3: Yeah. Mom well, yeah, can
2: feel like your teen isn't listening to what you say. The reality <sighs> is they want to understand what's going on. They want to learn from you. <clears throat> Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. I don't know any kid that has ever been like, you know what? I think I'm going to talk to my parents about smoking this here, doobie-doobie-doo. Yeah.
3: The older you get, no. the smarter your parents become. This, is, this the, the Yeah, this is, yes, it's you know, the, the, the old Robin Williams bit about it. Yeah, So yeah. so
2: oh. the key for parents to make sure your teen feels heard and seen so it's not a lecture. It's, it's, it's let's have a two-way conversation. It's ask, what do you know about potter wheat or marijuana? Let me tell you what I learned or know yeah because kids and parents have those kind of conversations all the time
6: yeah well you know that's just like uh your opinion man yeah
2: it is just my opinion man but i remember being a kid and even nowadays kids are more likely to tell their parents hey dad fuck you rather than hey dad can we talk i'm curious about marijuana
3: Yeah, exactly. So, um, okay, so we, uh, so I think we can, we can, and then then we got another story here talking about doctors warn seniors about consuming too much THC.
2: Again, you know, due to an uptick involving the incidence of seniors consuming too much cannabis, doctors are warning them about how to consume it correctly. Eating edibles in particular without the proper guidance is notorious for causing panic, though the risks are rarely physical. This can be solved with simple education about the difference between edibles, topicals, and smokable products and how they affect us differently. Well, fucking, duh. How many, let's be honest, how many older, you know, senior citizens, edibles is not something these folks had back in the flower power 50s and 60s. Okay? Yeah. This is, even people of a more informed generation, I'll say. If you're not familiar with edibles and you're impatient because, hey, I waited 30 minutes, it did nothing. Let me eat some more. Oh, that did nothing. Let me eat some more. And then it hits you like a Mack truck. That is the big problem we're dealing with here. And it's it's responsible consumption, if you ask me. You should know what it is that you're consuming And you should know what the effect is that it can have on you. Now, there's a number of different situations where you can end up in the emergency department because of a combination of cannabis and a medication or cannabis and another product. You need to treat cannabis like, wait for it, a drug, folks. If you have two medications, your pharmacist needs to tell you whether they're going to interact with each other. Same thing. Yeah, or two or thirty three. Right. But you should be able and this is why legalization is so fucking important. You don't want seniors overdosing. Make it where it's legal to call your doctor and say, hey doc, you know, I'm I'm, I'm fixing a you know snack down on this brownie right here. Uh is it gonna counteract with my warfarin? I mean, seriously. And if you're a first time user, if you're somebody who is used to the products from the 60s and 70s, Today's products are way more potent. Duh. So your body and your metabolism might not be used to that level of potency. And it can be quite scary. Yeah. Because you're that age. Your heart's racing. You're high as a fucking kite. You're duck hunting with a rake. You're going to freak out. Because this is not the pot you're used to.
3: Yes. So. All right. And we. My mother-in-law.
2: Excuse me. My ex-mother-in-law. Who's in her 70s now. Experienced that. Because I let her hit some of the shit that I had, okay, and she was fucking toes up, goo go, go gone, and it's like, yeah, easy, grandma. That shit is—it's got a hair trigger.
3: Yeah, it does. And sometimes, it, yeah, sometimes it doesn't take. It, it, it will sometimes creep up on you. So yeah. that's why we call it creep- creeper. Yeah, that's right. So now, meanwhile, I think we, so we got we got one more uh, we got one more drug story, and it's about it's about a uh, fentanyl. Uh, The FDA approves a nasal spray to reverse fentanyl overdoses. Now, the spray, known as OPV, has has achieved similar results to Narcan in studies, and it's proven effective in reversing overdoses caused by fentanyl and other opioids. It is the first uh, nalmethene hydrochloride nasal spray for the emergency treatment of known or suspected opioid overdose in adults and pediatrics patients 12 years of age and older.
2: Okay, you heard that right patients 12 years of age what the actual fuck is a 12 year old doing getting fentanyl
3: yes and it's also the first fda approval for an en- uh uh en- nalmaphene hydrochloride nasal spray for the healthcare and community use so i guess that's exciting but um yeah you know what's
2: interesting we have a billboard on p vine yeah we do yeah that I've seen a nasal spray and it never clicked until now. Yeah. Because it's because it's about Narcan yeah, and whatnot. So- and I'm wondering if it's a Narcan nasal spray
3: it might well it might very well be um so i mean it, it, it's just it's you know i mean i think with all this stuff you know we could we could we could read more about you know the fact that you know the fentanyl's a problem that they're that they're actually creating you know yeah here's a thought guys you know there's other there's uh you know it, it really just comes down to if i can actually find if i can find the uh the clip here now that we're supposed to play i think i've missed this is a problem with moving everything around i do not know where the i don't know where this clip is again but it's but yes no, it's, i don't it, even know what clip it is i was gonna to play smoke weed every day right because because oh, okay. yeah because you know all, i mean yeah if they if they make the this stuff that's fairly safe make it legal i mean you know yeah,
2: you cannot overdose on weed i don't give a fuck how hard you try it's not possible to do you will smoke yourself sober okay the cdc reports that overdoses from fentanyl have spiked dramatically in in recent years well no shit Because you made it legal, you fucking monkeys.
3: Yes, you did. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, here, but it's just, it's, it's silly. I don't know. I mean, God, I think we.
2: There was an announcement Monday by the uh, FDA saying that drug overdoses persist as a major public health issue in the U.S., with more than 103,000 reported fatal overdoses occurring in the 12-month period ending in November of 22, primarily driven by synthetic opioids like illicit fentanyl. Well, here's the problem. It's too fucking widely available.
3: Yeah, exactly.
2: When a two milligram dose can kill you, Why is this something that is legal? Why is it so readily available?
3: Because it's profitable.
2: So is weed. Yes. Colorado, California, Massachusetts, Connecticut. Can I keep going? Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh. 38 and counting have legalized it. They've gotten on board. They've figured out this is helping to curb the (sighs) epidemic Uh, uh, of opioid abuse, which we have a massive epidemic in our state, our lovely, beautiful state.
3: Yes, we do. So... But uh, yes, but it is also, yeah, like you said, natural selection. I mean, uh, it is
2: natural selection. And I hate to be that crass about it. But if you're going to if you're going to knowingly ingest this substance because you want to get high, then you're taking your chances. The same thing with heroin. The same thing with cocaine. The same thing with basically all the shit you can overdose on, which guess what? Guess what's not in that fucking list, y'all?
3: Marijuana. Yeah. So, all right. Now we're going to go to the back of the napkin. Uh, I, I think we rena- it used to be called bag of the pantry. We I kept calling it bag of the napkin and we decided. And it kind of stuck. And it kind of stuck. So we're now calling it the back of the napkin. I've been slow cooking it all day
2: in my vagina.
3: So what are you cooking for dinner tonight?
2: I am making some marinated... Pork chops, and it's the cooney cooney pork that we had gotten from DeBell Farm last
3: year. Yes, we still, and we, yeah, we, that's, uh, we will probably need to go get some more, uh, some pigs Yes, we,
2: we will procure yeah. some more. Pork yeah, we need, we'll flesh. get some,
3: we, we'll have to get some from uh, KC Farms, who's, who, yeah, that's not the, an issue though. Yeah, well, we'll figure that out, but yes, we'll, but but we, I'm,
2: I'm making the grilled pork chops, and I haven't yet made a decision for Christ on what. I'm going to pair with it. I have an idea, but I'll let it be a surprise.
3: Of course, as as we do. So, uh, so yes, uh, we'll of course post pictures and and you can, and you can, uh, if you hang out on studio 33, we'll be able to, uh, to do all of those uh, things. But uh, all right. So now we, so now we get into kind of the other, uh, the other stories and we get, and, and, I saw this and went, what? Uh, buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jill's? Um, so apparently um, whoever o- whoever owns um, uh, the, the you know the Cracker Jacks, right? Uh, it's Frito-Lay, apparently. The, the, I think so. The, yeah, so th- that's what, the, that's what the, the the URL says in here. The, the parent company of Cracker Jack, one of baseball's most iconic snacks in the game, announced on Tuesday that it's added a rookie to its lineup. Cracker Jill is the brand's newest mascot in 125 years and will take to baseball fields alongside the iconic sailor jack image at the start of the baseball season what about the uh yeah what what about the uh, okay so they, they've now got they've got now got women in there what about trans what about you know what about all the other you know chicks um,
2: with dicks yeah oh can you picture that little feller poking out underneath their sailor skirt <laughs> jeez <laughs> just saying yes i know but i can tell you i've actually seen some of these cracker jill packages Yeah, so... And I've actually been seeing them for a little while.
3: Yeah. I found that very interesting that
2: the story had actually finally... Yeah. You know, so, is Cracker Jill a boy? Yes, we we would like to know that as well. That's that's why. I yeah. Said.
3: Meanwhile, meanwhile, now we, now we move on to uh, this. This was
2: actually a yeah. Th- th- this this is, was a hate read. Well, no. Ultimately, yeah.
3: yeah this is yeah. This is uh, from the land of Jay fucking Inslee. Yeah. And and from Port Angeles, so you, which you know all of this stuff. So a 35 year old woman from Port Angeles, Washington, allegedly told authorities she identified as a teenager after being apprehended by Port Angeles police for distributing marijuana to minors that she hung out with. Now, despite explaining that she identified as a 15-year-old because teenagers understand her better, Amanda H. Durow was... um Arrested for investigation of unlawful harboring of a minor, a charge that was later dropped and replaced with one count of distribution of a controlled substance. She was booked at Clallam County Jail, but has since been released on $5,000 bail. Now, I mean, yeah, I guess if we can identify, you know, if, if somebody with, uh, you know, with a penis wants to identify as a woman or wants to transition to a woman, that's fine, uh, you know, and or, or, you know, or without making the change to one, you know, to one or the other and then say, oh, well, I guess, I, I guess. We can, uh, you know, identify as an age. I mean, you know, it's just oh, I, I cannot believe that it, it, it's like where does it end, y'all? This this is just this is just sort of the next crazy thing. Oh, I'm thirty. I'm really thirty five, but I'm fit, but I'm going to identify as a fifteen year old. Yeah, okay. apparently that's cool too. So yeah, where does this end? Now, one of the students who hung out with uh, Darrow told authorities that she acted kind of weird toward him and was often pedophile ish. He you explained. They used to
2: call that. Uh, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. I lost my fucking train of thought because I came running in after Bemrosing. I, I was going to say, they used to call that mental health yeah. disorder it's, it's, when it's you're my, 35 but, and identify now, now,
3: now, as as Now, as I'm sure uh, Sir Bemrose will say himself, if you announce that it's a Bemrose, it's not a Bemrose. I know that. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> so um this it, it just it yeah so I just I can't I, I just my mind can't even wrap around the fact of okay identifying as something that you're not but it, it really just feels like it's because you're not happy with who you are you're not happy with with what you are that you have to change something about yourself that you can't change right like you're okay you're whatever it's you were the, yeah you can you know you can be born with one equipment and get the other equipment surgically but guess what it doesn't change the fact that you were born, originally born with different equipment, right? Um, the fact that I've been that I've been alive almost fifty years, I, I could, you know, I, I self-identify you know, at, at different ages all the time. But I know that, but I, I do that in, in, in jest. I don't in, in reality. I know what I am, right? I know how old I am, and, and and the fact that you're not comfortable with who you are, that you feel like you got to change some unchangeable fact about yourself. Well, you're. I
2: think it's just a pathetic uh, attempt at trying to evade responsibility. I mean, ultimately. Society has made it so easy to do this shit because we have to be all inclusive and we can't question anything because if you question anything, well, then you're... Being hateful, or you're using hate speech, or you're a denier, or you're prejudiced. I mean, fill in the fucking blanks.
3: Yeah, um, yeah. If you identify as you're pretending to be, that's exactly that is exactly right. Uh, so yeah, I, I so I think this goes along with the next story. So we so uh, we were doing clothes shopping yesterday, right? Uh, you know, I see they they have got these uh, very very plus size women modeling the jeans or whatever, and they 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 call some of them skinny, and my brain is looking at this and going, how can anybody think that that is actually
2: skinny it's literally words to make someone feel better about how they look ergo why the sizes at that store are like double zero and zero one two three four five and six y'all 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 i saw a a dress and, and i use that word so loosely Yesterday, that was a size six.
3: Yeah. That's...
2: If that thing didn't weigh five pounds, I, I can't lie. No. Look, I get it. I once owned a dress that fucking big. I mean, it was loose on me. But I now look at dresses that size and even a size or two down from that and go, oh, my fucking God. Yeah. I, I, was, I was a fucking Hindenburg.
3: Yeah, um, and speaking
2: of Hindenburg so <laughs> there's this woman who posts to this platform. Now I'm not going to give her handle, but she shared a video this week showing herself struggling to traverse a airline and having to turn sideways as she walked past the row of seats, claiming honestly it's discrimination that they can't build wider aisles in airplanes in 2023. And apparently this thing's gotten like 700,000 views. Y'all, let me tell you. Okay. I've seen this video. If she don't tip the scales at 500 pounds, I'm not sitting here spitting in a mic at y'all.
3: Yeah, she, she... Okay,
2: she a big old girl.
3: Yes. Now, now we don't want to shame people, right? But at the same, no. But when you put yourself on
2: display like that, claiming it's discrimination, look, I know bitches half that size that are, you know, people who are not morbidly obese like this person, who are not able without turning sideways to fit down some of those aisles. This is much like the argument that, oh, you should make the planes taller so that, you know, people over a certain height don't have to duck when they get, you know, when they go through the door. Stop it. Just fucking stop it. Yes. Okay? We don't need wider seats. We need obese people to have a reality check. Okay? What, what next? You want wider seats, you want longer seat belts too, bigger aisles? Why don't we just start hauling you fat fuckers in a military cargo plane? Would that make you happy? Instead of going on a goddamn diet, here's an idea. Somebody please send this fucking girl a lifetime supply of Wagovi. That's all I'm saying.
3: Yes, so... Yeah, they. Yeah, I mean, there's planes. There's issues with planes and and, and just in general, like uh, how they're sized. But it's again that there is a um, the the air. You know, there, there's 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 many factors in designing airplanes. And the bigger the airplane is, right? There's either got to be less people in the. So in order to accommodate that, right? You know, you take out an extra row of seats, for instance, right? Well, that you know that limits the the plane's ability. You know, the plane is not going to the plane costs what it costs to operate whether it's full or empty. So you want okay, to okay.
2: Hold on. I just had a thought about this. And and again, it harkens back to when I was in statistics. But please go on this journey with me down this rabbit hole. Let's say you take out one row of seats per side of the plane. So that's two rows. So that these wide loads can fit down that aisle without turning sideways, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, follow my thought. So you make the seats wider. You make the aisles wider. What are you doing with the weight rating, folks? Well, yeah. That because when you're increasing a- the yeah. amount of weight, the mm. median amount of weight that these cattle are literally going to be filling this plane. Okay. For the number of seats.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well they, 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 they there's s- no way yeah, you can they,
2: aerodynamically they, do yeah. this. You're yeah, going to they, literally they, have
3: tons yeah, they, they, without they, the airplane. Well, weight well here they, they they sell wider seats. It's called first class, right? You know, you so, you know, you want a wider seat, you can pay for it. You saw this video. Yes, I understand.
2: Yes. Imagine an entire plane full of that.
3: Mm, Again. Yeah, don't
2: load your ass on a cargo plane.
3: Yeah, because you're
2: easily half a ton or better.
3: Yeah, so okay. Well, I think we should move on here. I'm we, not being
2: hateful. Yeah. I'm being real, y'all. Uh, and I think I might even have to link the video in the show notes, so you all can see. Well, and I'm not being
3: mean. The article. I'm being realistic. The art. The article. Yeah. The, the article, oh, has, right. the article uh, has the article has the link. Yeah, yeah. So
2: guys, I, I encourage you, please. Okay. So check this out, merely because. If y'all think I'm just being mean or I'm fat shaming, I promise you that I'm not. Yeah. When you see this video, you will see exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. For this for a person my size to bitch and complain about needing wide, wider aisles, yeah. That yeah. I can see as maybe a possible yeah. You you could see it being a whole lot more feasible than this person. Yeah.
3: So that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Now, uh, meanwhile, uh, this is and this is just I, I can't even. Yeah. This uh, here here. Uh, so Meta, the company behind Facebook, was hit with a record-breaking 1.3 billion dollar fine over Facebook data transfers to the U.S. Now, Meta uh, had been hit with this fine uh, by the EU data regulators in order to stop transferring the Facebook data of EU citizens to the U.S. EU courts believe such data transfers expose EU citizens to privacy violations. A complaint that stems back to 2013 in revelations by whistleblower edward snowden about the u.s mass surveillance programs yeah there you go now um now monday's decision by the eu's top court to find meta is the largest since amazon was fined 800 million in 2021 for data protection violations the ap reported now meta was also ordered to return all personal data to its eu data centers now of
2: course yeah like that's trying to put the fucking genie back in the bottle isn't it
3: yeah, and you know, and and this is just, of course, the, the this is the whole thing about this story. Now, despite the record-breaking size of the fine, experts expressed doubt that it would change anything fundamental about Meta's privacy practice. A billion euro parking ticket is of no consequence to a company that earns many more billions by parking illegally. Johnny Ryan, a senior fellow at the Irish Council for Civil Liberties, told The Guardian this weekend.
2: He's not wrong. I mean, seriously, this is this is raindrops in the ocean man
3: yes that is raindrops in the ocean now uh, sadly we lost uh, one of uh, we, we lost a celebrity this week we lost a, uh, we, we lost a Tina Turner who's actually uh, turns out is actually from uh, Tennessee I did not know this uh, right. so the, Bush. yeah so uh, yeah Tina Turner the dynamic rock and soul singer who, who rose from humble beginnings and overcame a notoriously abusive marriage to become one of the most popular female artists of all times has died her family announced in a statement and she was 83 years old and uh died at wednesday at her home in uh, in in, in Kusnacht uh near zurich in switzerland i did not realize that she'd lived there but yeah she's she's originally from uh, uh, tennessee and who knew but that's but yeah we will i did
2: i knew she lived in switzerland i knew she was originally from yeah but Nova i also tennessee. never but i also
3: didn't i also have never done any research on her so yeah but it's have a,
2: you never seen the autobiographical movie no i have not It's actually really fucking dark. Like the shit that Ike put her through was absolutely fucking unacceptable. And I I mean, it is commendable that the the uh, hotel clerk, you know, took pity on her that night that she was finally able to get away from him. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, we I don't think we would have this amazing woman who we've had for so many years as such a great musical talent had that person. You know, that that's what Emma Kenny would call a sliding door moment.
3: Yeah. Exactly. Uh, So, all right. Now, finally, today uh, we've gone three hours officially. This is this is uh, becoming uh, a a thing. Yeah. This is yeah. We may need to you know like I said this is we
2: find way too much content before we were struggling to find content now it's just dropping in our laps and wiggling.
3: Yes. Exactly. So now this is a story from our local newspaper. And I saw saw this and I went, the fuck. So nearly two thirds of Cumberland County's third grade students are at risk of repeating the academic year. Recently released data from the Tennessee Department of Education shows only 34.42% of the county's third grade students met state expectations for reading and language arts on the 2023 Tennessee Comprehensive Assessment Program exams administered earlier this spring. Under a 2021 law passed, In the wake of the COVID 19 pandemic, students must meet grade level proficiency in third grade reading before they can advance to the fourth grade. This is the first year the rule is being implemented. Now, of course, what did we what did we do to the schools in twenty twenty and twenty twenty one? Oh, we made them stay home because of COVID, this fake disease. And so we've compl- so you know what 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 have we done? We've taken you know we we we've taken a, a standardized test and basically uh, yeah we have dumbed figured, it down. We, we've even dumbed it down, and and, just, it, and it
2: hasn't done any good. We're literally pumping out waterheads out yeah. of our public school systems. It's fucking ridiculous. Then people wonder why tennessee has such a stigma because of being in the south oh you must be stupid you're from the south i'll talk slower i kid you not these are real stereotypes people all right i know a lot of really fucking smart amazing people including miss tina turner who are native tennesseans i mean come on we have some pretty brilliant motherfuckers that are native maybe y'all have heard of it uh Oak Ridge. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, that whole national laboratory where some really smart people work on some really interesting shit. Yeah, you may have heard of it. Tennessee original baby.
3: That's right, and, you know, and 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 working around the fact that uh, you know that, 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 that them, them doing uh, you know, Jack Daniels in Lynchburg, Tennessee, right? The fact that absolutely, yeah. So you, you figure, you know, you, you you figure you put you put something in place. Well, you find a workaround to it. You know, it's a, it's good good stuff. So
2: and and that's the thing, though. I mean, let's just face it. How hard is third grade? Barring the whole new math thing, because we know. That was a bunch of bullshit, and I don't know anybody who has experienced this new math stuff that hasn't done the RCA dog. Because back when most of us, uh, I know damn well Phone Boy and a few others, back when we were in school, one plus one equaled two people, and apparently in this new math shit, uh, it no longer does. So I, I weep for the future of our young people. Home school. Do the world a favor You want to change the world? Homeschool your kids Stop giving these little crotch goblins To the public school system And letting them become cookie cutter water heads We don't need a bunch of mindless drones We need free thinking individuals We need an anarchy We need a rise up
3: Yeah, we need something But uh, I think uh, Yeah, I think we need to uh, be so fucking over this So fucking over this I think we do, right? Uh, we are. Yeah, and so uh, we we end the show. Like uh, I think we end it. No matter what we do, uh, this is this is generally how we end it. Jordan fades back, swoosh, and that's the game. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck
4: you. You're cool, and fuck you. I'm out. You're still here.